This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. All right, we're here to remind you that the lying from the networks is off the charts. The lying from everybody. You know, I, I just, I don't know, if maybe I was naive. I'm still naive, but I mean... When I was a kid, there was a lot of people had character, integrity, uh, they tended to want to tell the truth and be honest. I mean, even the mafia had honor between criminals. You know what I mean? What happened to all that? When did this all fall apart? It seems now like lying is an everyday tool. It's not like it's almost like a strategy. It's like you have a meeting. Well, how are we gonna get this client? Well, we're gonna lie to them. We're just gonna lie to them. Okay, sounds good. Okay. Yeah, don't find a way to do it right. <laughs> no, it's just, it seems like it's just everything now is just purposefully lying. So the latest lie is this. Governor Abbott in Texas is trying to protect his state. It's an invasion. There is no doubt that it, this is an invasion. Any other country had half of what we're talking about here. We have 9 million illegals crossing the border. I mean, we're letting them. Our government's inviting them. So if this happened in any other country, the invasion would have been declared a long time ago for the entire country. But the te Texas is taking the brunt of this. Out of the 9 million illegals that have crossed already, tons of them, we don't know what, what they are. One guy the other day threatened us. He's a convicted terrorist. Yep. And at the border, he couldn't wait to tell everybody, hey, you're going to know who I am soon. Yeah, he's a terrorist, and he had just gotten released on the 19th. Right. He, he's just just now been out for a week, and he's already walked in. Political terrorist, 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 bomb kind of terrorist. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. He's here. We don't know where he is now. You know, uh, they have all those facial recognition cameras at the airport and all Oh, over. they got him. No, no, they know who they, he is. They're all over the border now? No, no, no. Why I'm wouldn't you have any of those pointed there? At least you got another layer if you're not going to stop the people from walking in. At least scan their faces as they're walking un unencumbered. If they know who the guy is, why didn't they prevent him from coming in? They just let him? No, he was already in when he said all no, that. But can't you say... What are they going to do? Kick him out? I don't know. Don't know what happened. They'd let him all in. Anyway, here's what's going on in Texas. So Greg Abbott's had enough because out of those 9 million, probably about 6 million came through Texas. And and you got the two mayors in Chicago, New York, complaining about a hundred thousand or so. You know, it's amazing. So he decided to put up razor wire in a park there in Eagle Pass, and he's taken over the park. The National Guard, Texas's National Guard, their army, uh, per se, uh, is out there putting up razor wire. Now the big lie is this: 
Uh, last week, the Supreme Court gave a clarification. It was not a Supreme Court opinion. It was not like they had a trial. None of that. It was a clarification the Biden administration was seeking from the Supreme Court on what the feds can do in the border. Because at the border right now in Texas, uh, Texas has decided not to allow Border Patrol in this certain area, which is this city park in Eagle Pass. And that's so they can put up razor wire. It's becoming a point of entry. So they put up all the razor wire. Biden wants to take it down, which is just amazing to me that anybody would think that this isn't on purpose after hearing this story. This is really happening. So he reached out to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, in the media, they're telling you, said, oh, no, they can't do this anymore. That's not what the Supreme Court said. The Supreme Court said that the Border Patrol can cut the barbed wire, the the razor wire. They never said that Greg Abbott can't put more up. So that never stopped. Greg Abbott is doubling down and putting more razor wire up. And now, now, 25 other states are backing him and supporting him. One state, one of the Dakotas, I forget, what's her name, uh, the governor, said that if Biden gives her any more trouble in Texas, they're going to send razor wire down to Texas and help put more up. Nice. Because it's an invasion. By the way, Greg Abbott has declared this an invasion emergency. He officially declared an invasion at the border because of the policies of the Biden administration. In his words, we deploy the Texas National Guard, DPS, and local law enforcement. We are building a border wall, including razor wire and marine barriers. This is going to double down on this. We are repelling migrants that shouldn't be here. Abbott's statements doubles down and says Texas has the constitutional authority to move forward. And he does. He does. If you look at the, I forget which section it is. Under the Constitution, he is allowed, as the governor of the state, if the feds don't do their job and he declares an invasion, he's allowed to defend himself against an invasion. Now, is Texas slightly different because they're like a republic? Or is that not, that's, not matter here? No, this doesn't matter here. Any okay. state can do this. Any state has the right to defend itself if the government won't do its job. And I keep saying this because it's true. Uh, Biden himself is committing treason by not defending the border from invasion. That is in the, in the Constitution. And that's going to come up again. That's so, what I'm saying. Like when the Supreme Court's saying, hey, they can cut through the razor wire, doesn't that also play, in, play into that? The fact that like him trying to cut through the razor wire is treason? No, 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 because that's why he went to the Supreme Court, so he could get the okay to cut the razor wire, and that is a good ruling. It isn't a ruling. That is a good clarification because the feds are in charge of Border Patrol, and Border Patrol is in charge of the border as a federal agency, and they are allowed to cut the the razor wire. But, but if they're not protecting the border and that's the treason, then doesn't... Well, yeah, well, that's, but, but that's why I'm telling you, the Republicans are as guilty as the Democrats. They want the same thing. They're all in on this. It's not, this isn't a partisan thing. All these politicians are greedy. They all want money. The Republicans want cheap labor. The Democrats want more votes. It's all, this is all a ruse, man. It doesn't matter who you vote for. That's why a lot of people want to vote for Trump. It se- seems... In spite of all his crap and stupid stuff he does and shoots himself in the foot, he's the only guy that's going to fight this. You really think that if Michelle Obama runs and wins, she's going to fight this? No. They want this. They want... Just email Jill. Mm -hmm. If you ever want to know what the big plan is, the overall plan, it's three sentences long. Clover Piven. Cloward Piven. Cloward Piven. Piven, I'm sorry. 
Cloward Piven. I always get that wrong. It's right here. Yeah, it's three. It's three. You want to read it? Just read the paragraph. <laughs> this it's- is this is everything. This is the entire agenda. Go. It's the strategy of forcing political change leading to social collapse through orchestrated crisis. The Cloward Piven strategy seeks to hasten the fall of capitalism by overloading the government bureaucracy with a flood of impossible demands, massing massive, unpayable national debt, and other methods such as unfettered immigration, thus pushing society into crisis and economic collapse by overwhelming the system. And then the Democrats come riding in, and at that point it won't be Democrats anymore. It'll be something else, and it'll be the left, the far left, comes marching in, white knight, on a horse, I'm sorry, multicultural night on a white horse uh-huh. to save the day and they will put together a new plan for a new society and it'll be communism in some sort with a different name that sounds good. Slight correction, it has to be a multicultural horse, you white supremacist. That's right. They're going to call it something like Dream Society or the Society of Dreams or some crap like that and you buy and then and you vote. people will be okay with it, which is what's so shocking to You'll me. You'll lose all your rights. Everything will be decided by the state. Your entire life will be planned out by the government. You will only get so much of a stipend to live on and that's it. Everybody will be miserable, poor, and hungry. How so can anyone... Marketing. What? You create the need and fill it. You go around the back of the house and set it on fire. Then you go around the front of the house and sell them a fire extinguisher. And they'll pay anything for it and even thank you for being there. <laughs> That's perfect. Who is that? Uh, he's just explaining the mock it's Machiavellianism. It's the same thing. You're you're creating a problem that's so bad that it needs to be solved some way. We don't care who does it. It just needs to be solved. It's so bad now. And they come in here, look, it's a solution that'll be terrible later, but you want it now. But how can anyone look at the way the country is being run now in the government and go, yeah, I want the government in charge of my life. That sounds because great. Because half the people in this country, because of the media lying to you, don't know what's going on. I guarantee you. Every one out of every two people that you'll talk to on the street, if you go out there right now, don't go to the Barry Diner, but I mean, if you go out there right now and just talk to the general public, half the people out there will not know anything about what we just said. Won't know that there's a crisis at the border. They'll, they, they'll say they heard something, but I'm sure Biden's taking care of it. I'm telling you. The border of Texas, isn't that in South America? The, the, the biggest problem we have, the enemy of this country, I'm not trying to sound like Trump. I'm not taking it from, I said this way before Trump came down that escalator. The biggest enemy in this country is within. It's the media. They're lying to us. No society can survive when they're misinformed. Absolutely not. Did you see the tweet from Hillary Clinton that she put out yesterday? Oh, no. Uh, it says, after the Republican primary in New Hampshire, the choice for November is becoming clearer than ever. Will you choose expanding freedom and strengthening democracy with Biden or more abortion bans and election denialism with Trump? I say, <clears throat> excuse me, I say four more years of progress. <laughs> That's what she actually said. And the, okay, well, okay. and people that like her will see her tweet and be like, yeah, what she said. Yeah. Uh, so CNN had a border expert on. They actually put on the little ticker on the bottom, expert. Guess really? who the expert was? Oh, God. Don't who? tell me it was Mayorkas. No, it was worse than that. Oh, uh. Pepe Le Pew. Stop. Oh. Yeah, Kareen. I still can't say her name from. Kareen. Pierre. Jean Pierre. What is her real name, Smoke? We make fun of her so Kareen, much and give her. Kareen Jean Pierre. There it Jean is. Jean Pierre Plant. Mellencamp Springsteen. All right, here she is, the expert on the border on CNN. It's unfortunate that there is a governor in Texas, Governor Abbott, who has politicized this issue of what's happening on the border. Politicized. You see, this is how they work. And this is, um, this is. I got to hand it to the Democrats. They've got lying down to a science and they're really, really good. at. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm being for real. 
They really have turned this into a, a mechanism that just cranks out lies and is believable. Again, if you're a person that doesn't sample any other media but CBS, NBC, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, why wouldn't you believe it? It's on CNN, and she's an expert. And it's not making people's lives safer. It's actually making it harder to do their job. Yeah, 140 dead people, including my son from fentanyl that came over the border, manufactured in China, brought over here by who knows who. I mean, Mexicans, Venezuelans, you name it. And we're making it unsafe by not having the razor wire up. Okay, here's uh, Mr. Governor Greg Abbott's response. Well, obviously, it's a very uninformed comment on our part. There's really only one person in America not doing their job, and that's the president who's not enforcing immigration laws. Also, as she has already been called out, and the president and other Democrats and media, uh, they have cast a false narrative about some people dying on the border uh, that apparently Texas denied Border Patrol access to has been completely debunked. The only thing that uh, the spokesperson for Biden can do is to cast aspersions and lies, hoping that people will believe them. Because the truth of the matter is, what Texas is doing is what Americans expect to be done. Americans expect the border to be secure. Because Joe Biden has abandoned that responsibility Texas is stepping up and doing it with all that razor wire that you're showing right now. That's right. The president of the United States used the Supreme Court to make a clarification to remove razor wire so he could allow more people in illegally by and breaking the law. Now, that's <laughs> an abuse of the system. It's amazing. It's just amazing what's going on. All right. So uh, Biden was out yesterday, very busy campaigning. He went to what he loves to go to because all Democrats love unions. Oh, I was going to say ice cream shop. <laughs> That too. Oh, the unions. Well, isn't he? Uh, well, he's all tied in there with everybody. Oh at the yeah, union, eh? dude. I heard from. Uh, I didn't bring the audio, but I heard from a union spokesperson that uh, was telling somebody, you know, secretly, and it got out. He says, "Yeah, he goes. We really want to back Trump. We really believe that uh, he's the guy, but we can't." They told us we have to support the Democrat. Can you imagine? They told him that. Because yeah. we want a public that's now, can to you, manipulate. Can you face forward, like on the surface, support the Democrat, but when you go make your own vote as an American citizen, vote for whoever the hell you like? Or are they looking over your shoulder? No, no. The members can vote for whoever they like, but they can certainly not speak of that if it is not Biden in you know public. Gotcha. President Joe Biden picked up an endorsement duh, of the United Auto Workers on Wednesday, the union, very powerful union. Uh, Biden, a Democrat—I love this story. They, right? Do they really have to do that? This this is like— Did U- they just say the Democratic this, nominee? This is USA— No, they did you got to understand, USA Today uh, panders down to the lowest common denominator in our country. Then the people that don't watch anything or read anything, duh, those people. So they have to say that. Democrat, uh, Biden, a Democrat. <laughs> is pushing to sway blue-collar workers his way in a critical automaking swing uh, state just like Michigan and Wisconsin, hoping to cut into the advantage that Republican former President Donald Trump has enjoyed with, and this is this is the USA Today racism. Ready? Uh, back up a second. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Biden's out there in Wisconsin and Michigan, hoping to cut into the advantage that Republican former President Donald Trump has enjoyed with white voters who don't have a college degree. So they're dumbasses. The USA Today has to remind you that if you vote for President Trump, you're an uneducated dumbass and you're white. Yes, but he loves the poorly educated. Is that amazing or what? All right, let's listen to the speech. Because of you, Toyota, Volkswagen, Nissan, Tulsa, 
Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, stop Did it. Did they say Tulsa, Tulsa as in Oklahoma? I had one of those. I had a, I had a Tulsa. You drove when, a Tulsa? When I was in college, yeah, it was made by uh, American Motors, yeah. <laughs> hey, get in my Tulsa, man. You like it? <laughs> All right. Toyota, Volkswagen, Nissan, Tulsa. I think Tulsa. he's trying to say Tesla. He of doesn't course. call it that because of the shape. <laughs> All right. All gave their workers double-digit raises. Because of you. Because of you. Or because of you and the inflation. Could have been that. So he was out there. Uh, let me play you something from uh, a bunch of years ago, just to give you a little contrast. Uh, first, let me play you a little mumbling Biden. Here, it is used to make the brew beer. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's doing. And those people will laugh and clap at anything. Nobody can understand what he just said. Nobody. I give you a thousand dollars. You can't tell me what he just said. <laughs> he said something about beer. I'll clap. Okay. I guess. Just, just for contrast, let's go back to 2007. Oh, way back, audio machine. All right, we're setting it for 2007. This is Joe Biden. This is Joe Biden talking to the same auto workers union on an interview in 2007. George Bush was the president. Here he is trying to protect the union workers from what would you say he was trying to protect them from? Uh, Corporate America? No. Low wages? No. Immigrants taking their jobs. Wow. Damn. Did you look over my shoulder? Yeah, he saw the story. Okay, but listen to the the clarity. He's stupid. Of course he read it. Listen to the clarity with which Biden speaks compared to now. Would you allow these cities to ignore the federal law regarding the reporting of illegal immigrants and, in fact, provide sanctuary to these immigrants? The reason the cities ignore the federal law is the fact that there is no funding at the federal level to provide for the kind of enforcement at the federal level you need. And he's talking that's about... That's not the same person. You'll never convince me that that's the same person. Yeah, but now they'll tell you, oh no, he's had a stutter his whole life and he and it comes out when he gets nervous. Okay, I've, I've, I've listened to a lot of old Biden stuff. I never heard a stutter. So you're full of it. You're full of it. Your eyes are brown. Anyway, so go on. This is all about sanctuary cities. Pick up the New York Times today. There's a city not far across the river from my state that imposed the similar sanctions. And what they found out is, as a consequence of that, their city went in the dumps, in, in the dumpster. Stores started closing. Everything started to happen. Wait a minute. You're saying because of illegals? Do you mean hanging out? What, what, were you racist? And they changed the policy. Part of the problem is you have to have a federal government that can enforce laws. What? You're going to enforce the laws? You mean like not letting them over the border and all that stuff amazing how things change in just a few years yeah it doesn't even seem like the same guy and if you look at some stuff on social media when they zoom in on his earlobes <laughs> is it <laughs> well because one photo they're connected the other one no they're not. i know i know it's I'm, weird i know exactly where you're getting all right. so you senator are. biden yes or no would you allow the cities to ignore the federal law no you, okay. really well what happened man now all of a sudden you're all about it aren't you and back to now. Here, it is used to make the brew beer. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. <laughs> All right. Do I have time for the LA Times story? This is this is actually pretty short. Okay, this story is is first of all, 
forget the the politics of it and and the, the the crazy people involved that there's people so rich so rich that to buy a, a newspaper for several billion dollars and then hand it over to your 27 year old dopey daughter can you imagine think about how much money you have and how your life is so different from anybody most people on this earth you're you're in a class that we can't, you can't. What'd your dad buy you? A purse? Yeah, mine bought me a newspaper, so. Yeah, so this billionaire bought one of America's largest newspapers. It's the LA Times. It's as big, if not bigger, than the New York Times, depending on, well, not anymore, but, you know, at the time. Then he put his 28-year-old daughter with deep ties to communist organizations in charge. It's worse than that. Uh, the consequences of this has affected everybody in Los Angeles because people, especially in Los Angeles, there's a lot of immigrants. And this is not a look. I my family are all immigrants and they're from a different culture, a different world completely. My parents were communists from Cuba. They came before the revolution. They when they see when they read newspapers, you got to understand this is true. And I don't know if it's true for all Latin American countries. I'm talking about my family and the Cubans I know. They come to this country and they actually believe, uh, the old timers, not the new ones, they actually believe everything that's on television and the newspapers to absolutely be true. There is no questions to be asked. If you don't believe, we used to, I used to get in bloody screaming matches with my dad all the time. He goes, no, that's all propaganda. The newspapers, I mean, he'd, he'd watch Walter Cronkite and Dan Rather and Brian Williams and swore that every last word, syllable, breath that came out of his mouth was absolute in the concrete truth. So that's the mentality. So people read the LA, used to read the LA Times and go, yep, that's, well, that's absolutely, in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. It's like some people now with the internet. So they put this 28-year-old in charge. And just to give you an example of, first of all, while she's in charge of the LA Times, she proceeds to use the newspaper as her personal toy to promote radical left-wing causes and political candidates. She occupies local government positions to defund the police during the George Floyd years, and she's still involved in that. Eventually, the LA Times writers, and you gotta understand, these are already far left people, but this got so out of control, they quit. So all of a sudden, the best writers they had, gonzo. Peace. (laughs) Eventually, LA Times writers grow so disgruntled they quit. She gets a little talking to by her dad. I'm sure she pulled her in the bedroom. Hey, you know, you're really not doing a good job. She gets pissed off and she goes back to school to get her PhD to probably destroy a university or something. I'll show you. But the New York, the LA Times has lost $40 million a year since she's been in charge. Whoa, you would think that would only happen one year and before you made a change. This is a shared characteristic of left and especially the feminine left archetype, according to uh the LA Times, uh, that uh, embraces chaos, unilaterally wrecks things, and then fail to take responsibility and walk away. Sounds like what they do with men, isn't it? Wasn't she like censoring everything too? (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was censoring all kinds of things. Any story that promoted anything right wing or anything that was mainstream, she would tell them, you can't print the story. Here's one of the articles she did okay, by the way. And we did this on the air. This is from eight months ago. Under the climate and environment column at the LA Times. Here's the headline. White drivers are polluting the air breathed by L.A.'s people of color. <laughs> what? You've got to be 
grabbing me right now. See, That's not a real headline. No, it's a real, honest to goodness headline. Damn white people are killing all the black people driving in their cars. It's the white-owned cars. Because in L.A., there's a law that if you're brown or black, you have to drive while sucking the tailpipe. I don't know. That's the most ridiculous headline But it's I've true. Look, it's, it's the headline. I'm showing it to you. I got to get out, dude. I got to get out. Is the season over? Can I switch to a different TV show? What am I watching? <laughs> and finally, uh, there's two things, three things that are actually topical when it comes to Biden and his campaign. They've decided that abortion is number one. They're going to pound you overhead with Trump is the one who... who Got took Roe v. Wade away from that's absolutely not true. Although he's for it, that had nothing to do with Trump. That was the Supreme Court, and it was actually a uh, uh, challenge by uh, somebody who wanted to get an abortion. So anyway, but number two is now they're trying to paint Trump as the person that Biden is. You know the stuff you hear from Biden that we keep playing here, like the clip I played this morning, this one right yeah. here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer. <laughs> Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. And they laugh and they think it's funny, but Biden does that every 10 minutes. So they're trying to pen him to be incompetent? Or or too old and senile. They see, see, what happened was, out of all the stuff that's happened, Biden will have, what, 20, 30 gaffes in a day? Trump made one gaffe the other day where he mistook, or actually, I don't know what was going on in his brain, Nancy Pelosi for Nikki Haley. And he kept saying Nikki Haley instead of what the subject was, was Nancy Pelosi. It was about Jan 6th. This has been going on since last Monday. Every day, all three networks, all the left-leaning you know, websites, everybody pounding on this thing. The Trump campaign, I mean, the Biden campaign saying, see, remember I played you George Stephanopoulos Monday. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, he's... He's definitely deteriorated. They never once said that about Biden. Never. Not once. But apparently that's the second, what's a prong of their campaign now. Abortion and now Trump senile. (laughs) You can't make this crap up. Hey, my smell of Americans. It's me, Joey B, with a word to the former guy. They, they, they say he's in decline, Jack. He's confusing Mickey Haley with Nancy Pelosi. That's nothing, man. I once had a meeting with Mitch McDonald, and it turned out I was talking to a lamp. And the <laughs> former guy always calls me Obama. Hey, look, man, I get it. I miss the guy, too. Life was a lot easier for me when he was president, and he keeps saying Victor Orkin is the president of Turkey. Oh, but maybe it's because he's hungry. Uh, I once called Putin pudding, and they brought me some tapioca. Tapioca. So, so to foster some peace between us, I offer this olive garden. Because us old guys got to stick together, Jack. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. They're just having fun in a world that's gone cuckoo. 105.9 Sunny FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Rick Jillen Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. And it's brought to you by All Electric Services. It's not stupid, never boring. Earlier in the week, this wasn't really one of my crime stories, but it's kind of turned into one. This is a story, if you haven't heard about it, of the Kansas City Chiefs fans that were found dead outside of their buddy's house, out back. Originally, the speculation was that they froze to death. And then we started hearing some other details. It was really strange how it happened. Obviously, it's cold there. Friend was inside. The one dude that didn't die was asleep for two days, which I don't even know how you begin to sleep for two days straight and not wake up at all. 48 hours, yeah. That's insane to me. And then the three guys apparently just sat there and got cold and didn't get up and go inside. I don't know if they were drunk or drugged or what. But now the parents of the three Kansas City Chiefs um, believe their son's death may be more malicious than any of the officials have let on. Remember, we got the quote yesterday. This is kind of what surprised me. Instead of saying, yeah, we'll look into it, if your son dies outside and you're like, man, this doesn't really sound right, you would think maybe authorities would go, oh, we're going to look into it. We're, we're, we're you know, tackling all the possibilities of what could have happened here. But the quote that was given out was, there is 100% no foul play here. And I thought that was a little mm. jump in the gun there. I thought there was just a strange quote to give out. Especially before you give the to- get the toxicology exactly. stuff back. And you got the fifth guy. So I'm getting to that. So Dave uh, Harrington, 37, was found dead outside of Jordan Willis's home on January 9th, two days after he had gone with his friends to watch the Chiefs take on the Chargers for their last regular season game. Now, the bodies of Ricky Johnson, Clayton McGinney were also discovered on the property. Willis had no idea that the men were outside. This is all stuff I've already said. He had slept 48 hours. Again, I don't really understand how that works. So the welfare check by one of the victim's moms came, banged on the door. He didn't answer. And then finally he got up. So the victim Victims' families are still waiting, like Smoke said, the toxicology reports of the deaths. And a lot of the parents are like, I'm not buying this. Uh, you're going to tell me that five people were in the house, four, uh, three of them died, one was asleep, and you're the only one that nothing happened to, and you have no mm. idea what was going on? Hmm. So they're thinking that the three men, this is the speculation by one of the fathers, the three men maybe learned something or saw something that they shouldn't have seen. Oh. And that the fifth person said, well, i got to get rid of you now. Friends or not, off you go. What if he's got a dungeon in his basement and they found it? Well, so the 
This is the, uh, is it Platte or Platte County over in Kansas City? I'm not Platt, sure how to- Platte County. Platte County. At the prosecutor's office, they're, they say they're investigating the case, but what I read yesterday kind of says differently, but we'll see how they go. They said they're um, going to dismiss their deaths as nothing more than a drug overdose, but- I don't think I'd be okay with just settling it with that. I feel like no. I would cry and... The whole thing's messed up. No, there's something happened. Something definitely happened. So now... Can you, here's another... Po- sorry, but there's another possibility. Okay. The fifth guy drugged the guy who slept 48 hours. That's and, why he was out cold. And something oh. the th- other three knew or saw or something he didn't know about, but it's, that's why he had to kill the other three. Let the, me drug him. He'll be asleep. He's out of the way. He won't right. know nothing. He He's going to wake a, up. may have been asleep already and he gave yeah. him a drug. Who knows? It says, I'm aware that they may have done some substances that were questionable, but the idea was to get high, not dead. <laughs> I think right. that's always the idea for most people that do drugs. If they were supposed to be friends, why didn't Willis come find them? I'm sure they have a hundred different answers to that, but that's my question. Now, Harrington's mother acknowledged that while her son smoked cigarettes and drank beer with his buddy, she doesn't believe her son would overdose on drugs. Uh, yes, I believe that's something that happened that night and Jordan had something to do with it. We all believe that Jordan had something to do with that. She pointed out how Willis claims he didn't even leave his home for two days, giving ample time to get rid of and clean up any kind of evidence. She was also frustrated that he's not been made to take any drug or alcohol tests since the bodies are found. She doesn't think he's telling the truth at all. The fifth guy. Nothing's been done to the fifth guy. Can you take a drug test? Can you take an alcohol test? Nothing. He's just... What kind of Mickey Mouse police department do we have there? I have no idea. God, this just sounds like Boulder all over again. You know this what? is what That's, was going on yeah, with, uh, with John Benet Ramsey. He was like, what do you know? Keystone cops. Dude, what? So more is going to... I feel like every day we read a piece of this story, the next day something else comes out, so we'll get to the bottom of it eventually. Yeah. Tune in again for more Bad People Doing Crime Things with Jill Bucko. So Mike Tyson is back in the news. He's 57 years old. Rumors swirling that Iron Mike Tyson is going to be returning to the boxing ring. Now, there's a post on Twitter or X or whatever you call it from Boxing Kingdom that he's going to be going against MMA legend... Oh, for the love of God, look at this name. Fedor Asta Manana. Asta Pasta. Emilianeco. I don't know. Emilianeco. Okay. I think I pronounced that correctly. If you if know only how to learn Spanish from your husband, you know what? Get off my back. <laughs> hold on, hold on a second. What? Okay, well, hold on. We got Tyson. He's doing some uh, IDs for oh, us. Oh, nice. Hi, this is Mike. And when I'm in Orlando, I listen to 1059 um, Sunny on the radio. And Rick and Stacy, the two no. of them are the funniest <laughs> people ever on the radio. I love them, okay, man. That's wrong. He never so gets my name get right. To that, all right. Ever. Uh, so last year, um, Emilianeko said he was done with the MMA and he would only be interested in fighting again if he was able to fight Tyson. How many times have you heard that from fighters? Bro, I'm done. I'm retired. Unless Tyson wants to fight me, then I'm back. To, of all the people. I wouldn't pick him. Well, if it were to happen, the fight would go down in Saudi Arabia. How much money are they going to make off of that fight? God, they got so much money. Yeah, so Tyson's camp says that there's no negotiations for him to take part in this fight at this time, which probably means it's going to happen. Oh, you think? Hold on. What? Okay, okay, hold on, Holland. He wants to do it again. Okay. Hi, this is Mike. And when I'm not listening to anything in particular, I listen to 1059 on the sundial in Orlando, Florida. Mm -hmm. To Stacy in the morning show with Rick. And Stacy is my girl, man. No, She's no. all right. You know what I'm saying? It's Jill, Rick, actually. Who's Rick? I don't know who this guy is, but I like Stacy. Okay. Well, it's Jill, but that's fine. Thanks. You can call me Stacy. Thanks for trying and don't hit me. Jeez. 
So we'll see about that. Okay. We have been talking about... I don't, am I the only one? Was I built without the gene that cares about Stanley Cups? I don't get it. No, no, it's okay. I don't get it either. Nobody, I mean, you have I, one. I, I don't, you, yeah, you, yeah, but this was just like my wife came home. This is the, not. This wasn't going on. She no, just came home with this ago. cup. She goes, "I got you a cup because I, I was having trouble with the cups I had. The, the Yetis fitting in the cup holder. They won't fit in my stupid Jeep. Anybody want to buy a Jeep? Jeep <laughs> uh, cup holder's too yeah. small. So she got the Stanley. She came home and they said, oh, "I got a cup that has a oh nice like the bottom smaller." And yeah. I said, "Oh, cool." And then she said she got an orange one. I said I really liked that, and she engraved one, and I got it. Right. Never thought anything of it. Just another damn cup. One right. of those cups. Everybody's copying Yeti. This well, one's, this one's beat up though. Look like you ran it I've over with the. I've always had it for a long time. I, I oh. hit it with the lawnmower, but I mean I've had these. <laughs> you hit, what is it doing in your? Why is it on because, the ground? Because no. When he was, gets home, he just throws his stuff and runs <laughs> right. inside. <laughs> no, I run everything over with a lawnmower when I get home. But no, I had it in the lawnmower cup holders. I'm cutting the uh, grass. It fell. I didn't know, and I ran it over. But oh, it's, gotcha. it's look at it. It ran over by the lawnmower, I and it's still. Never tell. I was gonna say there's one dent in the bottom and like a little scratch on the side. Yeah. But I thought they got famous after that lady. Um, didn't her car burst into flames and the only thing left was the cup? Okay, so that makes a cup. Okay, protects your water. What's the point? I still don't I get don't know. it. I just thought that was the beginning of the whole spark no, I about it, the cups was because they're like, oh look, it's durable. It start to me. It started with the Stanley Club uh, Cup uh, uh, Valentine's edition in Target, and everyone went crazy. It For was the, what? the red and pink ones, and people were. You would have thought it was Black Friday. People were. Plowing people over. I felt like when, remember when Tickle Me Elmo came out and all the parents started punching each other trying to get oh. it for their kid at Christmas? That's what it was like. And then I, I when I first read this, can I be honest? Don't call me stupid, but I didn't, I so didn't realize how big those Stanley Cups were. When it said something about the Stanley Cup, I thought it had to do with hockey. I'm like, what are you talking oh. <laughs> I did. I was like, what are you talking about? Was everybody going crazy over the Stanley Cup? I yeah. don't understand. And the Heisman Trophy, that's a toaster, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Stanley Cup, you can't even drink out of it. <laughs> I mean, you can. But I was like, I, I don't get it. Then we have done story after story after story. And I'm sure you've read them too. If you've been on social media, I've seen people posting about it. The mom that said her daughter got bullied because she didn't have a Stanley Cup. She went and bought her a, a Walmart cup because she wanted to bring a, a water jug to school. Got her one that looks like it had hearts and something on it. Daughter gets bullied by her bratty friends. Oh, that's not a Stanley Cup. That's a knockoff. So instead of the mother using that as a good opportunity to teach her daughter that material things aren't everything. No. What'd she do? She gave in and went and bought her up. How much are they? $60? $60? $35. Oh, okay. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, yeah, 60 I don't know. Went and bought one for her daughter so that she wouldn't get bullied anymore. And then somebody else, oh, the girl that had the collection. Her parents have spent over $3,000 getting her Stanley Cups. She's got 67 of them in every color, and she has one to match an outfit for every single day. Oh, my gosh. How about the woman that went into the store? And, uh, of course, you know, today you can't do anything if somebody's shoplifting. Stole 65 of them. Uh Cops pulled her over and took all the cups. It was kind of cool. Cop took it and took all the cups and put them on his hood of his cop car, and they took a picture of him. With his shotgun and the dogs, like it's a (laughs) drug bust. Posted it on Facebook for the just in case you don't want your toddler to get made fun of at daycare for not having a Stanley Cup, Fisher Price no. uh, now makes a lookalike version for kids. From Wait, what? Fisher Price. You gotta be Rich just slammed this guy down. You gotta be kidding me. It's their laugh and learn, wake up and learn coffee mug. Why, why are we teaching little kids to drink coffee? Anyway. Next it's thing only you know, they'll come at Fisher Price and do an adult sippy cup in Fisher, a similar fashion. Fisher Price is stupid. But it's been flying <laughs> off store shelves. It's been out of stock online as well. I don't, <sighs> why is this? I just don't I don't get understand it. because they make tools. They're going to sell it at Walmart and Amazon again soon. It isn't like a, this isn't like a, uh, uh, what's a good uh, uh, brand for women? This isn't like a. 
Lucci Vavarotti cup. I mean, I this thought is, they've always made thermoses. This is Stanley. They make tools. They make toolboxes, don't they? No, this is the thermos people. I don't know, but you just totally no, crushed my entire segue. I was ready to move on to the next story, and you're still yapping about the stupid Stanley Cup. Okay. Um, Jeff Bezos had his 60th birthday bash. This is rich people. Did you people, see that thing? So rich people around other rich people talking about how rich they are and just saying hi to other. I, it's all laughable to me. I don't understand. Yeah, I'll it never like be some able to. Of the, uh, the Hunger Games. It's crazy. I'll never be able to wrap my brain around having that much money. You know, and it's all it's the Hiltons and it's Paris Hilton and it's every every kind of A-lister celebrity you could possibly imagine. Jewel, Oprah, I think Usher and Katy Perry sang happy birthday to him. Yeah, of course, all of the Kardashians Jewel were there. Jewel was the most, she was the poorest one there. Yeah, right. Well, you know why Jewel <laughs> is coming back into the scene? She's going on tour again, but she's dating Kevin Costner. <gasps> oh, oh, really? Uh, Kevin, really? What's the Dude, you could do a difference? lot better than that. Well, they just, they've been friends apparently for a while, and Uh-oh. then and then once his divorce was final, they started dating. I know, that kind of blew my mind too. So Friends she might have been there with or without him, but that's what she's kind of coming back into the spotlight. But that's not the part that blows my mind. What's so funny is Bezos, when you read the story, it's like he had a very strict gift policy. And I'm like, oh, you probably have to bring something of greater value than blah, blah, blah. No, oh, he's, you can't buy it on Amazon. He said, no gifts allowed. And I thought, well, why would they be? Nobody can afford to buy something that you <laughs> yeah. haven't already purchased for yourself. And if if it was, let's say it was like, you have to bring a little something. Can you imagine the pressure of trying to buy something for Jeff Bezos? What are you going to bring him? Well, you got to get him a gag gift. That's what you get people that have everything. So yeah. if you want to have a party like this party, and you could look it up online, it's so over the top. I mean, all of these people are, but you can actually call. He's got a very specific party planner so that you can kind of have something similar to him. Ready to throw the party you've always dreamed of? Then call Bezos Party Planners. We'll help you throw the Jeff Bezos-style shindig that you never thought you could. Bezos Party Planners, how can I help you? Um, yes, my six-year-old is having a birthday party. Do you have pinatas? I'll put you down for one solid gold pinata encrusted with diamonds and rubies for just $5 million. Um, well... Do you have any party clowns? I think he wants a clown. I'll put you down for Dave Chappelle and Jerry Seinfeld to dress as clowns and come entertain your guests for just $10 million. Yikes. Okay. Uh, how about live music? You're in luck. We're running a special. We'll send Katy Perry and Ed Sheeran to your house to perform for three minutes, and it will only cost $20 million. Huh? Do you have anything cheaper? Hello? <laughs> Hello. I know. Crazy, right? Crazy talk. <laughs> well, what you want to go and do a stupid thing like that for anyway? Stupid news with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Alrighty. When's the last time you heard a story about someone experimenting with explosives that ended well? Um. Hmm. Uh, you know? Great right? question. Okay. Well, uh. In Lehigh, Pennsylvania, 58-year-old Stephen Sensinger was found dead after reports of a possible explosion. Happened in his garage. Investigators believe he was experimenting with explosives, and the experimentation led to a fatal accidental blast. Well, neighbor says Sensinger was a nice guy, but now his several parts are all over the neighborhood. I blew a table up once. You've blown everything up once. Well, I 
all the old timers will remember this. So I had a Kodak <laughs> film timers. canister. You know, they used to have to get 35 millimeter. You put it in your camera. Jolie had those around when film you were. Film is very flammable. Oh, I used to go get pictures developed. I had to drop yeah, it off the, the little roll. kiosk and it had the roll and you drop it off in the thing. I yeah. So as that roll was out of the thing, it was just a container. It was a plastic container. It looks like a, it's black and it's got the little gray we lid. We know what it is. Yeah. So I took a fire, uh, pack of firecrackers, emptied all the gunpowder fire. <laughs> into that? Into that container. <laughs> You're co- so stupid. Compressed See? it. Nowadays, that'd get you on an FBI list so fast. Then I put the cap on there and pushed it down and then took the fuse off one of the uh, cherry bombs, which wow. is thicker, put it in the hole. Put it on a picnic table thinking, I didn't think anything of it. I thought it'll blow up. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll do a bunch of five little ones in one big one. But if anybody knows anything about gunpowder or, you know, explosive, that powder, um, it's pretty powerful. Mm. I didn't think so. I thought I would get a good bomb and all our friends would roll over and laugh on the lawn and everything. This thing, I felt it in my chest. And we were around (laughs) the corner from the house. We put it on the table. I lit the fuse, hid behind the corner of the house. I mean, it was, it was... Boom! Oh my gosh. It, it blew the picnic table in half. In half? Yeah. It just blew the picnic table completely in half. Yeah. That's kind of cool. And you know when you're a kid, you're 13 years old, and you're like, I know people heard that. What do I do now? We're all oh standing God. there going, which way do we run? Nothing happened. Nobody came <laughs> no, out? No, my parents are so oblivious, man. <laughs> I could have blown up. Or were they deaf? Yeah, but they, they they don't react to anything. I it was it, I had weird parents. But they were from Cuba, so maybe they're used to that. You, no, <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird life growing up with them. It really was strange. Do you feel like you were born into the wrong family? Like, how was I born to them? I don't this know. I'm, I'm thinking I'm adopted, except you know I, I do resemble my mother. So yeah, well, mm. but she wasn't sure if it was hers anyway. Anyway, I'm, I'm, wait, no, stop. It's before Maury Povich was out. You're and about. not going to skim past that one. She I'm didn't know kidding. if. Was your dad not your real dad? No, Did she have I, I was a joke. I was saying she I didn't know. know it was hers. I know. I was trying to just paint your mom as a hussy. I was just joking. Oh, that part I don't know. <laughs> In the case of two-month-old Rick Stacy, <laughs> Taiwan, you are the father. <laughs> I told you. I told you. Man, I told you. All right, police in Thailand were uh, arresting this woman. Why? <laughs> she has, uh, she's rich, and uh, she decided she's going to go for a ride with her pet. Like you do, you take your people take their dogs places with them. Her pet lion. Well, oh, her uh, huge lion. Uh, video has gone viral. Shows uh, the chained lion. I mean, this is the part you see. I'm such a dude. Yeah. And I'm glad about that. Um, the lion is in a Bentley. I don't like Bentleys. I don't like the way they look, but I know they're worth about eh, half a million dollars. I mean, the lion's not declawed. <laughs> put a blanket it's not down declawed. No, dude. The, the lion's in the back seat with a chain wrapped around the back of the, the, the console. And he's, he's on these leather seats. The leather seat is worth more than my last three cars put together. Unbelievable. Walking around. I'm just, I'm looking at this. I'm going, oh my God. I'm not even paying attention to the fact that there's a line in a Bentley with no. a convertible top. So anyway, it's, uh, the, she's driving around Sri Lanka with the uh, lion. Did you say Sri Lanka? Sri Lanka. Oh, okay. And a man who's, uh, what? That's not right? <laughs> no, Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. Just right like Indonesia. Indonesia. <laughs> Bite my Friday joyous ass. So anyway, it's illegal. By the way, it's illegal to own a line in Thailand. It's also really illegal to drive it around in a convertible top car. So. Really? (laughs) 
<laughs> Phil, do not go in, in the luxury car. Yeah, will you put on some pants? Phil, there is a lion in the Bentley. What's going on? There's a jungle cat in the Bentley. Okay, okay, I'll, 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 I'll check it out. Don't go in, don't go in. Be careful, don't, don't. <laughs> He's not kidding. Her. Yeah. It's gigantic. Oh, I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Oh, dude, it's good. All right, so this chemistry student. There we go. Uh, this student in uh, Southern Illinois University, Edwardsville, according uh-huh. to court records, uh, he decided that he was going to do something different for his uh, experiment. It was an experiment. He opened up a meth lab in his school. Nice. I mean, they already had the chemistry lab. Uh, let's see. Uh, the professor at uh, SUI, I guess is short for Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville, noticed something was a little weird in the science building. Uh-huh. Thanksgiving break after a spectrometer testing revealed alleged byproducts of meth making going on in the building. Ooh. That same professor decided to get the cops involved. Turns out that the only person who accessed the building during the break was former chemistry graduate Jeremy Smalling. Smalling is now facing charges of allegedly running an on-campus meth lab. Four pounds. We're talking two, three hundred boxes of sinus pills. We're not going to need pseudoephedrine. We're going to make phenylacetone in a tube furnace. Then we're going to use reductive amination to yield methamphetamine. Four pounds. So no pseudo. No pseudo. So you do have a plan. Yeah, Mr. White. Yes, science. He was such a dumbass. God, he's so stupid. That movie, that movie, that series is just, he's, the acting in it is just amazing. Oh, it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. I mean, Walter White, just, wow. Dude, when the wife steals the money to give to the guy that she's secretly boinking her boss. Oh, my God. And he, like, finds out, and you see him just explode. Dude. (laughs) No, I'm telling you that. Jill will never watch it. It's no, so it's Elliot's favorite. He loves to watch television shows about he making watches, meth. Oh, but <laughs> joking, obviously. Oh, well, you know, it's better he I learns about it there than in school. You had to see Rick's eyeballs like, what? I can't believe you would let your kid watch that. <laughs> well, I mean, he's into horror stuff. Why not? Loves horror movies. I'm not exactly. A, I mean, I'm it's not okay a, to watch the guy get stabbed, but the guy cooking drugs, that's oh bad. Oh, my God. I am the danger. All right. South Korean health officials are warning the public not to eat deep-fried toothpicks. Mean. Well, the... I mean, you shouldn't eat them raw either. <laughs> yeah, a controversial video of the practice started blowing up on social media, according which, to Reuters. Which, which social media? You have to be specific because anytime you get a challenge or a trend on this specific site, it'll either kill you or make you wind up well, which one? Well, which one do you think it's it is? It's TikTok. Wow, that was great. You should be an investigator. It's not truth social. No. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, uh, this uh, warning was provided by the Ministry of Food and Drug Safety. He wrote in a PSA uploaded to X, their safety has been not verified. <laughs> That's what they loaded up there? Not you're going to poke holes in your the roof of your mouth with a toothpick? The I'd safety love- of these things have not been verified. I don't think you need to verify it. Are these people dumb? No, uh, yeah, they're on TikTok. Hey, listen, it is what's no, no, the purpose? No, no, that's the Ministry of Food saying that, Shut warning up. people about the toothpick. Really? They fried uploaded toothpicks. a PSA to X, as if that hey, I have a alphabet question. sentence made why sense. Why is the, why is this a trend? Is it Oh, it's got no calories, so I'll just eat fried wood. I don't understand. <laughs> does it taste? Are you frying it in like a, a, a the fat of something else that does like okay. pork fat or something? Here's how it works: it involves frying the oral hygiene accessory, which is the toothpick, in oil, so they puff up and corkscrew in the pan like 
a poor man's curly fries, as they are seen on the video in TikTok. But it's wood. Doesn't they're, that hurt they're, you? They're then adorned with a powdered cheese and other seasonings and consumed. Dude, I don't know. Why would you do that? But then again, why would you eat Tide Pods? Anyway, That's a good point. I'd eat the toothpick before I'd eat the Tide Pod. Consumers say they're similar to rice cakes. No, they're not. Yeah, but those are made out of rice. They're this not, is though. Wood. They're not at all. <laughs> not even a little. Coming to the Food Network, Guy Fieri hosts a show where TikTok trends are on the menu. It's diners, drive-ins, and toothpicks. Here I am at Lisa's Cafe, where she's serving up a hot pastrami sandwich that's to die for. What's the secret? Well, the pastrami marinates for three days, and it's also filled with toothpicks. So Nice. Let's have a taste. Mm. Wow, you can really taste the wooden toothpicks and ah, ah, jab me right in the roof of my mouth. Ah, so much blood. Watch as Guy Fieri eats food that's garnished with toothpicks. Okay, let's try your broccoli cheddar soup. Let me guess, toothpicks? Toothpicks. Let's do this. Um, ah, oh, why am I doing this? Guy Fieri hosts diners, drive-ins, and toothpicks only on the Food Network. Hey, follow Rick Stacy in the morning with Jill and Smokestack on Instagram. Follow me. Yeah. This stitch is about to get lit. At the Rick Stacy Morning Show. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. That's a filthy habit. Stream it now. 1059sunnyfm.com. All right. I don't know what that is, but uh, there we go. W-O-C-L HD1 Deland. That's our legal identification. Thank you, Richard. All right. Here we go. So, the big story, which is amazing to me because nobody's carrying it. Nobody's carrying it. We have a fight between the federal government and a state, and nobody's carrying it. Threats are flying. Supreme Court got involved. It's all about the border, and nobody's reporting on it. You think this would be the biggest story there is for the last three days? Nothing. Are you surprised, Zip. though? Because I'm not. I am surprised every time because I'm really surprised that they, they sit there and they think nobody notices how they're lying by omission. They're leaving stories out so you won't, they won't cast any shade on the wonderful Biden administration and the wonderful things they're doing to destroy this country. Nine million people crossed the border illegally. We have a guy that crossed the border the other day oh, that this guy. threatened threatened us the moment he crossed the border. Then we find out later he is a convicted terrorist who served time. He crossed the border and somebody asked him who he was and this is what he said. Illegal immigrants are now issuing threats when they cross. Listen. If you are smart enough, you would know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Wow. Very easy. The the entitlement. The entitlement. No, believe me. I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. Shut up. Who's that guy yelling it's, entitlement? It's You're somebody an idiot. from social media that's filming it for likes. Yeah. You know that's what it is. Stupid people. Anyway, go ahead. When a Middle Eastern migrant breaks into our country and tells us you're going to know who I am pretty soon, that's the reason you leave up the razor wire. Now, to clarify what they're lying to you about, if you listen to any of the major networks, even local TV, they'll tell you that Governor Greg Abbott of Texas is defying a Supreme Court decision. First of all, it wasn't a decision. The Biden administration asked the Supreme Court to clarify if the federal government had the right to go into an area in Texas at the border called Eagle Pass. And there's a park there. It's a city park where the governor has put up razor wire to stop entry by illegal immigrants. Could the federal government go in there and cut the razor wire? The Supreme Court came back and said, yes, you can. And I agreed with that. I even said that yesterday. I go, yes, that's that makes sense. 
Border Patrol is employed by the federal government. The area between the country and the border of Mexico is federal land. Uh, they have every right to do that. However, the, th- the part they're lying to you about is they never said Governor Abbott cannot put more razor wire up again and again and again. I, how can they cut it if they're not protecting the border? You said that that's treason to not keep well, no. the border. The, the point being is that there's two fallacies out there. One of them is that Governor Abbott's defying a Supreme Court decision. There was no decision. There was no opinion cast. This was a clarification. That's a lie. But they'll paint it as this Republican, this mean, terrible Republican ass face down in Texas is preventing, mm-hmm. it's defying the Supreme Court. That's all a lie. On the other side of the coin, you'll hear Republicans say stuff like, well, you know, uh, uh, we have Biden is treasonous. You, as the ones that are now holding the House in Washington, could impeach him. You've been talking about it for freaking 20,000 years. You're not going to do anything because you're not going to do it. It benefits you as well. All of you, Democrats and Republicans, want illegals in this country. Republicans want them here because it benefits the big corporations that contribute to their campaign. They like cheap labor. And Democrats want them here because they want these nine people to infiltrate big Democratic strongholds so they can redistrict and get more power and be in office forever. That's the bottom line. That's it. That's everything. So, anyway, so uh, you got bozos like Joaquin Castro out there. He's uh, from Texas. He wants Biden. It's only happened once before in history. Total different situation. He wants Biden to take control of the Texas National Guard. Mm. Oh, no. Now, when I ask you, how dangerous is that to say? Because now you're talking about sending our military into a state... To really take over their military. Yeah, I mean, that, per se. Is that that's a, like a martial law, super close. That's getting there. And like Texas is full of people with guns. Maybe don't. Yeah, this could spark something unspeakable. But I'm just telling you, it's probably not going to happen this far off. But at the same time, there's, a, there, there's the same. There's like a standoff already from half the headlines I read. There is a standoff. Governor Abbott has doubled down, tripled down. Now he's not only putting up more razor wire, he has 25 other states supporting him. And one state that said, I think it's, so. what's her name? Na- one of them. Naomi, what's her name from Dakota's? Um, oh. Uh, yeah, you know who I'm talking about. She's a Republican governor. She says, if they give you any more cra- crap and you can't get razor wire, we'll send you some. Wow. And then 25 other states said they will support them as well. This is what, this is what we need to have happen. But, it, but again, remember, the Republicans are not on your side. They're lying, too. So Joaquin Castro, this is the Democrat weasel, says, yeah, Biden's going to send the army down there and take over the National Guard of Texas. All right, we'll see how that goes. Mm. Then CNN had the expert on Pepe Le Pew, Kareem. What's she an How is she of? exactly? Talking about how horrible these Republicans. This is all theater. Because she knows as well. I don't know. She's kind of dumb. Maybe she doesn't know. But go ahead, player. She was on CNN the, uh, yesterday. It's unfortunate that there is a governor in Texas, Governor Abbott, who has politicized this issue of what's happening on the border. It's not politicized. And it's not making people's lives safer. It's actually making it harder to do their job. Now, you know but what? How it, is that making it harder? to keep? If your job is to keep the border and for people to cross it, 
How exactly is the razor wire impeding you from keeping people out? Seems like it's doing it for you. Well, mm-hmm. they caused all this. And you know, the people that are drowning in the river is your fault. You invited them here. You openly invited them here. Everybody that comes across thanks Biden. They go, thank you, President Biden. Thank you. They're, they're, you're full of crap. And, and you're not an expert. And you should really just give up the job you got. Now you're not qualified for it. So Governor Abbott responded. Well, obviously, it's a very uninformed comment on our part. There's really only one person in America not doing their job, and that's the president who's not enforcing immigration laws. Also, as she has already been called out, and the president, and other Democrats, and media, uh, they have cast a false narrative about some people dying on the border uh, that apparently Texas denied Border Patrol access to has been completely debunked. The only thing that uh, the spokesperson for Biden can do is to cast aspersions and lies, hoping that people will believe them. Because the truth of the matter is, what Texas is doing is what Americans expect to be done. Americans expect the border to be secure. Because Joe Biden has abandoned that responsibility, Texas is stepping up and doing it with all that razor wire that you're showing right now. Yeah, so Biden is... uh basically asking the Supreme Court to allow him to cut the razor wire to allow more immigrants in here illegally, therefore breaking the law of the country. And it goes back to what you said. That's treason. But, you know, nobody's going to do anything. Yeah, I was going to say the Supreme Court, I mean, just based on that being treason, you'd think it'd be no. interesting that they would allow the cutting of the razor wire because it contributes to the No, treason. but that's, a, that's you see, when you're, a, when you're a lawyer and you're, deal, and you're a judge, you have to deal with the issue at hand. You can't spread the issue out to other. They're not an opinion service. They're just, mm-hmm. they're all they are is, uh, you know, focusing on that one piece of law that says that they can do that because the Border Patrol is a federal agency. So, anyway, I think I want to play some Joe Rogan here. Okay. Um, he basically is saying what I've been saying for like 10,000 years already here, but he makes about $12 million a year and I don't. Right place, right time. <laughs> I mean, really, that's, you know, if you want to know what success is about, it's about who you know and being at the right place at the right time, which is sort of like a lottery. That's yeah. what it's about. And, and it's it can change on a dime. But Joe Rogan does have the bully pulpit. I mean, you know, he's got 14 million subscribers on Spotify. He sounds like me. Listen to this. This is what we're seeing. So over time, you and I, who used to be on the left, are now like, where's the left? Where are you guys? You yeah. guys are so far away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can't even see you. Yeah, yeah. You're out of your mind. You're, you're, you're chopping dicks off and, and giving little kids <laughs> yeah, yeah. hormone blockers. You have no idea what the long-term consequences are. You're ignoring the health risk. You won't even talk about the health risks. Yeah. You, you use things like g- gender-affirming care. What are you saying? Yeah. What are you saying when you're talking about children? Yeah. Why are you just accepting this? Because it, it's, it's a noble thing to blurt out. So everybody goes, you're on the right team. That's what it is. It's not like, oh, my God, what are we doing to kids? It's not like, oh, my God, what are we doing to San Francisco? It's not like, oh, my God, why are we letting these violent criminals out of jail? It's like, yeah. oh, my God, why are we defunding the police. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. You can't say any of those things. You say any of those things, well, you you're a Nazi. Yeah, we're brothers, man. I'm just the poor one. <laughs> yeah. You're the one that he does, doesn't really acknowledge all the time, but he sees you at holidays. You know what's funny is that he used to be a liberal, and he is a liberal, but it's it's gotten so far left now that it makes him a moderate. And well, That's I'm, like same with Bill Maher. And I used to be a Republican. I used to be a real far-right Republican, and now all of a sudden I'm like looking and going, wait a minute, these guys are all crooks too, and they're getting a little weird. Uh, where That is that leave us and you know what that's the reason i know this is shocking to you that's the reason people are looking to trump because he's none of those people he's not yeah 
I know he. it sounds insane to say that. You think, oh, he's just a MAGA Republican. No, actually, he's MAGA. Make America great again. I'm not, I'm not preaching for him. I'm just telling you. That's why you got so many people looking to Trump. They may hate his tweets or whatever they call him. You know, Elon Musk ruined Twitter. Uh, yeah, what are you supposed to call him? Exes? I don't know what they are. Yeah. Uh, uh, you may hate his tweets. I didn't like what he did the other day uh, in front of uh, what's-his-face. I mean, I thought it was awkward and cringy. Oh, Tim Cook when he said Tim you Scott. must ha- Oh, Tim Scott when he said you must really hate uh, Yeah, that Haley. was that was unnecessary. And he does that all the time, but that's what you get with a non-politician. He's not a politician. That's the reason people want him now. Because it seems like he's the only guy that could probably fix this mess, and then he can go bye-bye. You know? So that's my speech. And by the way, just, just to prove to you that Republicans are just as bad as Democrats. They just wear suits nicer. Yeah. It's, it's just such a lie. Here's what's going on. Carrie Lake, who I love, I think yeah. she's I think she's president material. I also think that Winsome Sears from Tennessee, the lieutenant governor to, um, what's his face? She's presidential material. No, Carrie Lake's what, Arizona? Arizona. She used to be a newscaster there for many years. Uh, she's really, uh, she's got that look. You know what I'm talking about? That power look. Yeah. It's not sexy. It's not, uh, that doesn't deter, it's not... It's like Nikki Haley. I know I'm going to dump on Nikki Haley, but Nikki Haley has a look that's disconcerting for a leader. I'm sorry. Carrie Lake looks like power. Well, I think Carrie Lake exudes her attitude and she doesn't take any crap from anybody. No Nikki crap. Haley looks like a bird that's scared at the zoo. Now, <laughs> Carrie Lake is running for uh, Senate this year for Arizona. She's trying to upend um, Kristen Cinema. And uh, who's a Democrat who's there, who's right now in that seat. She wants that seat. But all of a sudden, out of nowhere... The GOP chair, chairman of the GOP there in Arizona, calls Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake has the presence of mind to record the call. She thinks she feels something coming that she thought was in the works and wasn't sure, but this kind of proved it. Clever girl. The audio has leaked out. So this is Arizona Republican Party Chair Jeff DeWitt. Calling. By the way, he resigned today or yesterday. Ah, uh, how convenient. He co- no, he had to. He oh. calls Carrie Lake, and this is how the and this, the the phone call is eight minutes long. I only got time for like forty seconds of it. All so right. let me play you what I have here. But this is the essence of what he is being accused of. This is that piece. They there are very powerful people that want to keep you out. Oh no, they do. But they're willing to put their money where their mouth is. Okay, there's some very powerful people that are concerned about you. See, they always do that. The mob does that. They go, we're family. You know, we care about you unless you, you know, F us. Then we're going to break both your legs. We need you to stay out of this one. Sit this one out. So anyway, he says that uh, these very powerful people are uh, pretty much what he said is ready to make you an offer. Yeah, when that sentence starts with that, you're like, yeah. oh, crap, it, it, what? It's, it's like uh, she's a boxer. Here we go. Right? You're going to go down in the fifth. So... This is crazy, though. They should want me. I'm a great candidate. People love me. These people are corrupt. Well, maybe you're right. So what do they want? What do they want me to do? They want you to stay out for two years. They want you to stay out of this. This is a Republican talking. They want you to stay out of this, the Senate run. Because they, I'm telling you what it is. They don't think she can win, and they think they have a better candidate that can actually beat Kristen Cinema. Hmm. That's, I mean, that's me. That's a speculation, but that's what I'm thinking. So here we go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I can offer you. The ask I got today from back east was, "Is there any companies out there or something that could just put her on the payroll and give her a 
Jackie Brown. And I said, so they said, he said, there's big, big money back east, big people back east that uh, texted me and they said they want to say, know if there's any company out there that would ha- hire you, Carrie Lake. And uh, so in other words, we got payroll. a big cushy job for yeah. you off to the side. Well, you, you just don't go have to do over anything. here. We're right. just going to put you on the payroll. Yeah, that's so what he said. You're, you know, you don't have to work and do the thing. You're going to go down in the fifth, but you're going to get a good, good payout after the fight. How about that? But this Jeff DeWitt is not stupid. He's a crook, so he knows. So he didn't say that. He said, you know, a company is there a company you could go to where they could pay you and put you on the payroll. He didn't say I'm willing to give you money, but that's right. what he's saying. saying. Yeah. So, so she goes on. I'm not willing to accept that. Then I'm going to be the biggest pain in these people's asses. Get I it. can tell them that. I'm running, and I'm going to be the biggest pain in their ass. Wow. So basically what we're dealing with here is he bribed her. Of course he did. Yeah. He offered her a bribe. It's, it's the one that Nikki Haley didn't turn down. What? He's yeah. saying Nick and Haley, Nikki Haley's bought and paid for, and right. yeah, Carrie Lake can't they be bought. came to her with the same thing. Hey, now look, you're going to run for president. We all know you don't got the money. Let's say you get a nice, cushy job here that just pays you, and then you'll do what we say. Well, and okay. then, yeah, they want her to stay out, and in two years, they'll work something. They're all, this is, every time you think that all these people with money are, uh, you know, rich and corrupt and, and just, uh, they run the world and the country, you're right. That's yeah, pretty much it, right it's there. It's almost not the politicians, though. Yeah, it's it's no, it's the politicians, it's the rich few. folks with the, their hand up the politician, making him the puppet. The fuel of the politicians is money, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I got so much good stuff, and I don't have time. Well, we have like three hours of show left. I think you're okay. All right. Well, let's I save this for next hour. Ah, oh, such good stuff. It really is. The uh, looks. The yeah, it's the, thick today. Yeah, the the Charlemagne the God will have next hour. Piers Morgan meets with him. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. We have a new shocking thing about electric cars. Ha <laughs> ha, get it? No, no, seriously. There's something I didn't even think of that came out with electric cars. We'll do that next hour. More tonight at 11. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's uh, uh, this guy, Lee Zeldin, who said something you don't say in public. Uh-oh. Yeah. His last name is Zelda? Zeldin. Oh. All right. And finally, Bud Light is returning to the Super Bowl. Are they really going to try again? See, really? if I were Bud Light, I'd say, hey, lay low. Do some social media, stay out of everything well, for a while. Well, you saw, after the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing, they came out again with a whole new ad, and it was like, pro-America and American flags waving, and I think it was baseball season, so they were yeah. all in a baseball it, game. It was like, look, we're the old Budweiser that you know and love. Yeah, it felt like your typical, well, old-school Budweiser yeah. ad, but post all the Dylan Mulvaney stuff, it just came off as pandery. Right. So there's a 12-second ad on YouTube, which we should have, but we don't. Uh, I mean, it's, it's only got one line. It shows some guy in his sunglasses and then like a side of a cold Bud Light can. And there's this dude in a football jersey holding a Bud Light going, are you that? And then it cuts out Bud Light. Ron Burgundy doesn't care. Ron Burgundy wanted the clip of the commercial. I mean, I'll right. play you the commercial. No, though. that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> fine. That's fine. We can bunch that into next hour. Uh, people would love to hear 15 Anyway, there's an ad that's going to run at the Budweiser at the Super Bowl in 20 here in 2024 and it probably cost them an arm and a leg but it's going to be a 60 second spot that's a lot of money in the Super Bowl Ooh. and it's going to be a comedic ad it's going to be funny oh it's hilarious funny you know funny because funny gets everybody and it's endearing who's in it Seinfeld I don't know who's in it, it. but uh, the brand yet hasn't uh, released the full Super Bowl ad you will see it soon what, what? what's going on he's playing the commercial are you that's it Let's go. there you go Bud okay. Light <laughs> So get ready for the ad. They're trying to win you back after they screwed up, and they'll do it again. They're just trying to, you know, they're, they're money, money, money. That's all it's about, money. 
Remember the last time they tried to win you back with this ad? At Budweiser, we're transitioning towards a more traditional ad campaign with tried and true images of galloping Clydesdales, white cap mountains, and men. Lots of men. Real manly men doing real manly things together, one-on-one. Uh, you know what we mean. Like two manly cowboys with mustaches and leather chaps tying things up with rope. Uh, that didn't come out right. But what we're trying to say is that when you think of Bud and Bud Light, we want you to think of nothing but men. We'll feature so many men, you'll think it's raining men. Did I just say that? Oh, man, g- g- give me a horse sound effect. Quick! <laughs> That's it. Now you're thinking of riding that thing bareback. That horse, that is. I was referring to the horse there. So if you're a man who loves men... No, I mean, if you're a man who <laughs> loves looking at other men... No, just 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 please buy our beer again. Mistakes were made, okay? C- can you forgive us and turn the other man cheek? I just said man cheek, didn't I? The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Sunny FM. Having fun with the world gone crazy. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. So wake up, people. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Brought to you by All Electric Services. All right, they did a poll on this. I want to ask you this question and see if you could survive. I know I could. I'd be willing to look and do a little searching. Uh, would you take $3 million immediately, but you can no longer use anything that's made in China? Yep, no problem. 52% said yes. I don't know. Who are the other now, people that said no? Now, here's the here's the problem, though. But a lot of things that are American-made do have Chinese parts. Mm. Yeah. So how do you deal with that? You don't can't have them. Yeah, assembled in America or made and manufactured in America? Even made in America, though. Uh, like you could have whatever. You name something. Mm, I don't know what it is, but... It says here, everybody else said no, mostly because that means you'd have to give up too much, like uh, all phones, computers, TVs, cars, or most, I shouldn't say all, because despite where the company is based, they all have components, like Rick said, or uh, like semiconductors, they're all made in China. Now, that doesn't include Taiwan, because Samsung, most of their, you know, they make the chips. Taiwan is so valuable because they make the chips. So as I was continuing my story, some people wondered if Taiwan was considered uh, part of China. For this question, would it make a difference? But uh, other people say it doesn't matter. They said I'd have to use, because you'd have to you take, get the $3 million, but mm-hmm. then you'd have to say China-free forever for the rest of your life. You have to what? Oh, oh okay. $3 million? Yeah, problem. I don't know. I mean, it depends. That's a good question. I'm going to have to do some research on All that right. and see what I could possibly buy. That would replace my, you know, my uh, one thing I can't live without is the air fryer. Oh, yeah. That's oh, tough. my God. First world problem. You know, that's essential. I mean, can't you know, possibly cook nu- food any other way. We have a nuclear war. I want to be able to plug in my air fryer somewhere. It's the only thing, you know. Can you see the world is in shambles? People have like soot all over their faces. There's smoke and fog everywhere. And Rick's hair is all cockeyed like the dude in Ghostbusters. And he's just walking down the street holding his air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta plug it in. I gotta plug it in. Water, water. Never mind water. Where's a good outlet? I need to plug in my air fryer. It really does rats in like two seconds. <laughs> now, I don't know if this next thing is true. It doesn't feel true, that's for sure. It says here, rents have fallen nationwide for the third, for the third straight month. I don't think that's true. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. putting that out? It's really, really easy to... Yeah, exactly. I beg to differ. This is from Rent.com. Okay, Rent.com. Let me look it up. Here. It says here that the rent for residential properties fell 0.78% in December. 
on my rent, making it the third month in a row that it's decreased. The largest rent reductions were in Florida. No, that's a lie. That's a bold lie. Uh, Idaho and Oregon. I don't know about those other two states. Oh, here we go. Isn't that something? What? Rent.com Incorporated is a media company. Mm. It Ah. owns Rent.com. So, yes. Now, let me go to their media page. That makes sense. (laughs) You want to know what's funny? It says here the average rent. This is not even, this is not right. This is not true. The average rent in the country for the month of December was $1,900. No, it's not. Uh uh. No, it's not. For who? You might get a studio. You might get a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> you rent a no. porta potty for that. No. It's not true. None of that's true. I don't believe any of it for a that's second. Garbage. Rick, what are you looking up over there? I'm, I'm looking about rent.com and the company, the mother, uh, the. Mother the, Earth? The mother company. What's that called? The, um, you know. The mothership? The, the mothership. Uh, parent company. Oh, here we go. Okay, it's a public company initially offering. I'm trying to find out what. Oh, this is definitely. Yeah. 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 I'm just trying to find their contributions. Gotcha. Oh, just, you give I me see a few you're minutes, which, I'll find Which party? It. Oh, yeah. Okay. God. Well, let me move on to this story. Speaking of politics, this one is a little bit... This is kind of funny. So there's a, a Republican state senator in Missouri that didn't just come up with this idea. He actually filed a proposal to bring back duels for politicians. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm about that. I'd watch remember, that. I guess if you don't it's remember... Like celebrity death match. If you don't remember uh, Alexander Hamilton's famous duel with Aaron Burr and Burr shot Hamilton in the stomach mm-hmm. and died the following day. So he's saying, uh, bring it back. He said, <laughs> imagine um, a se- like if there's a senator or another senator. It doesn't have to be necessarily between presidents. All that would be good, too. He said they'd submit the challenge in writing. It could be any challenge that you want. And the senators would need to agree to the terms of the duel, including choice of weapons. And then the duel would take place on an agreed upon date in the well of the Senate at high noon. I feel wow. like I should be speaking Dude, British. C-SPAN's ratings would go through the roof. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's great. And this weekend, oh, wait, where to go? I'll have it right here. Okay, so if you're, the playoff game, the final playoff games are this weekend, and we're going to find out the two teams that are going to the Super Bowl, even though all the conspiracy theories that we have had says it's going to be the 49ers versus the Ravens, with the 49ers ultimately winning the Super Bowl. Um, the Chiefs play the Ravens this Sunday at 3 o'clock, and the Lions play the 49ers at 6.30. Now, the Lions are favored. Uh, people aren't saying they're going to win, but I feel like the majority of the country, even if you've never been a Lions fan before, yeah. are rooting for the Lions because they haven't been in this position in 30-something years. And so a lot of people, even if you're not from there, just Lions, Lions, Lions. Watching football, let's play our football. We're Lions fans tonight. <laughs> My team's not in it. Hope Detroit wins it. We're Fans tonight. They've never won a Super Bowl, but now they have a shot to go. Hope Jared Goff will take it home. I'm rooting for Detroit. I'm so sick of Taylor and Travis Kelsey. We're Lions fans tonight. Give a shot to the underdog team. We're Lions fans tonight. We're Lions fans. We're Lions fans. Eminem is in the stands and no one's rooting for San Fran because everyone's a Lions fan. I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy talk. (laughs) Ready for some stupid news? You must think I'm stupid. Now, here's Rick Jill and Smokestack. New Pet Finder app feature allows users to browse dogs that are... You had trouble with that one. It's all right. I did. I got to keep them real short. 
All right. Police rescued a 17-year-old girl. What happened was, what ha- happened? Let me get the scary music on here because it makes the story that's kind of lame even better. Police rescued a 17-year-old girl. She was fooling around in a cemetery in oh. Beverly, Massachusetts. Hey. She was leaning against a tombstone thinking it's funny. Then the tombstone fell on her. Shut up. And pinned her between the heavy rock and the ground. No. You're gonna die in there. All of you. You are gonna die. Yeah, she had a slight injury to her leg. She's gonna be just fine. So she thinks. She got a boo-boo. And (laughs) now. the cemetery. Her life is gonna change dramatically. Why? You are gonna die. Why? Why is her life going to change dramatically? The, haven't you watched the movies, Jill? The tombstone <laughs> fell on her. The rest of her life, she's going to be yeah. paranormal. Gotcha. Exactly. Jeez. She's cursed now. Jill, you need to watch more TV. I've seen Poltergeist. I just... No, that was years. You got to watch Paranormal uh, 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 Paranormal Activity caught on camera. Yeah. You got to watch... Well, it's, it's you catch Paranormal Activity on the guy's face on the camera. It's... You got to watch The Haunting. You got to watch all those shows on uh, Travel Channel. Where do you find the time? When I'm just about to fall asleep. Oh, gotcha. I want to make sure I have some good nightmares. God, that would be awful. Well, that's the last time you want to watch it. No, that's, I love to watch them at night when everything's dark. You're going to die in there. <laughs> Jess and Stefan DeMarco looking for a woman to fill out their triangle of love. Oh, the gosh. Polyamor- uh, polyamorous couple have made a... Made it known that they're looking to become a truffle by... Uh, it's a thruple. Thruple. Truffles. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, thruple sounds like something a doctor Thruple by... <laughs> I'm afraid your thruple's swelling. <laughs> we can remove it. Anyway, uh, they want to become a thruple by finding a special woman to join up with them who's interested, this is what the uh, ad reads, who's interested in being a second mom to their son. In other words, they're looking for a nanny that can boink. <laughs> they're not looking for love. Uh, My wife's tired of doing it. Can you come do her job and, well, all of her jobs? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this story is pretty boring, but the part I like about it is I never knew what that meant, but a statue went missing from Louisville, Kentucky 30 years ago. Okay. It's been returned to the city by a man who had it in his backyard. He didn't steal it. David Greer went to a garage sale back in 1996, and there was a statue there. It was being thrown out. He said, could I have this? They said, yes. So he took it. He went home. What's, a st- what's it a statue It's of? a ta- statue that depicts the Greek god Pan. Playing the flute. Oh, the little guy with the goat feet and the, the horns, and he's playing the little flute. Yeah. I didn't know that anything about that statue. Why would the city have a statue of that? And how did he buy it at a garage sale? He's like a little devil boy, yeah? Well, yeah. He's a goat boy. He's he a little had, goat boy. He had no idea what the statue was meant, just like me. Uh, he said he decided to do some research on it and discovered that it, disco- it was from Louisville, and the Metro Public's Art Department had been searching for the artwork, not knowing that actually one of their employees just got rid of it. Kincaid said the statue is still in good condition despite nearly three decades without proper upkeep and is now being appraised by the city. Proper upkeep? It's a statue. What do you do to it? I don't Oil know. it? Take the patina off of it. I don't He's know the it's god of wild shepherds and flocks. I mean, he looks very Narnia. It would make your backyard look great. I mean, if you got a lot of jungle plants. Is that how they came up with the pan flute? I think uh, so, I maybe. maybe. See, that's the part I found interesting. I never heard that before, but I have heard that mm-hmm. pan flute. So it's the flute it's that his, belongs yeah. to pan, the god, or something. Passengers in a Brazil airport were left stranded on the tarmac for more than an hour on Monday after a swarm of bees covered the wing of the airplane. I was on this plane and I saw this. I would be panicking. Did you see it? No, no. but I saw one here where the tip of the air of the wing was covered with bees. 
Wow. The airline Vopass flight landed at Greater Natal Airport. Greater Natal? Natal. Inter- International Airport. <laughs> and baby delivery. <laughs> Just 12.30 p.m. with those on board hoping to get off the plane right away. Well, they heard a buzzing sound outside the plane, and the passengers soon realized that if they left the plane, they would probably get stung because the entire wing was covered in bees. Bees! 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 <laughs> bees everywhere! God, they're huge! They're ripping my flesh off! One of the passengers, Caesar, said the swarm started landing on the plane's windows as well, causing members of the crew to fear what would happen if they let the passengers outside. <laughs> So it took them some time to arrive and assess the situation, and they figured out what to do, and I guess they sprayed everybody. It was hours before they got off a flight. I don't think they sprayed everybody. I think they sprayed the plane. Sprayed They're the plane. ripping my flesh off! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. I want to apologize for the delay. Apparently, there is a swarm of bees on the wing. We're going to wait until they dissipate and hope that none make their way here into the... Ah! Ah! Oh, there's one in the concrete. Is it on me? Is it on me? Is it on my back? Don't move. Don't move. Oh, oh okay. It's gone. Anyway, we're going to just hang tight until it's... Ah, it's on your head. It's on my co-pilot's head. It's on your head. On your head. Don't move. Don't move. It's on your head. Nobody move. Okay, it flew away. I think we're good. Anyway, we know you have a choice which airline you fly, and we're glad you chose... It's on my back. It's on my back. Is it on my back? It's on my back. It's on my back. The Rick Stacy Morning <laughs> Show with Jill and Smokestack. They're just having fun in a world that's gone cuckoo. 105.9 Sunny FM. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. All right, make sure you get our podcast, uh, even if you hate us, because then you could have more to complain about. <laughs> that's um, right. I can't wait till Monday. Monday, we got the best complaint voicemail I've ever gotten in my career. Oh, it is the best. It's a gem. We're going to frame it. We're going to actually get the transcript and put it in a frame. When I was reading the transcript, <laughs> I was like trying to read it in her angry voice, but it wasn't doing it justice. No, I don't know what we're going to do yet. Maybe we'll have a dramatic reading or something of the best hate mail ever. Oh, I don't she's know. She's mad. She's seething. I think steam's coming out of her ears. Oh, no, yeah, it's, it's great. But, but she probably right su- subscribes to the podcast just like all the haters do. No, no, it's that's called what I'm saying. The Rick Stacy Show. It's very easy to find. You can find Rick it on Stacey our- Rick Stacy Morning Show. No, this podcast is The Rick Stacy Show. Are you serious? They got that wrong? It's not Cola Coca. It's Coca-Cola. Come on, man. So what is it? Do you want to change it? We got to, but go okay. ahead. Um, so you can download it at the uh, the Odyssey app, which is a company that owns us. You can do Apple. You can do Audible. You can do Amazon. You can do Spotify. We're everywhere. Just search The Rick Stacy Show. I'm kind of uh, liking Apple Podcasts because what you do is if you, if you hit a show, it actually ranks your shows by how many times you listen. Oh, yeah? So like when you go in the car and pl- plug your phone in, it'll automatically start playing the show you're last left. Nice. It's like so easy. So everybody should do it. And where are we at now? We're almost to 700,000. Yeah. Okay. So remember, when we have a million downloads, we're going to have a big party. At the DeBerry Diner? I guess, because they're not going to buy us a party here. <laughs> Nobody's going to throw us yeah, nothing down, They'll be like, oh, yeah, that's great. Anyway. The, the day it happens, we'll go down the hallway. we got a million downloads. Cool. Here's a Tootsie okay. Roll. Congratulations. Did, did you get my email about the copier? <laughs> We really are the stepchildren in this building. It's so funny. No, oh. Not only do some of our listeners hate us with seething hatred, but internally, too. <laughs> <laughs> a 
I'm laughing because it's actually true. Had, we actually had a salesperson come in here and complain right to our face yesterday about something. Oh, well, because his kid, what, you were talking about abortion or something, and was, I guess his kid was in the car, and I said, you know we're not suitable for children. <laughs> that's, that's on you, bro. But my favorite story is when we had somebody, I guess they were trying to boost morale within the office. Oh, God. And here we go. <laughs> she's not here anymore, but it was, uh, and I love her. She was one of our office managers. Her, She would go around her and another employee and leave happy notes on people's desks and computers. That's when people still work here. There's like eight people here now. I don't want a happy note from people that do that, so go ahead. So I think mine mine said something like, you're pretty and you're a beautiful mother or something like that, right? Um, Smoke, what did yours say? Something about being Um, funny? You always know how to lighten the mood or something like that. Yeah, so everybody had this nice little saying about you and your personality. And then Rick goes to his computer and it's like on a post-it and it's like, you're neat. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It's like, I hate this guy. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> All right, so uh, in the update here, uh, Biden was at the United Auto Workers Union. One of the uh, members of the United Auto Workers Union said, I'm sure he's getting, right now as we speak, probably getting fired, fired. or reprimanded, said to a news organization uh, in New York, said, uh, yeah, we are all pretty much back Trump, but we've been forced to um, back Joe Biden. Oh, it's like a united front they have to say Biden? Yeah, because we always back the Democrat Party. And there's a lot of reasons mm. for it, not worth even mentioning. But Biden was out there at the UAW. He's trying to win back Michigan and Wisconsin. Those blue-collar workers are all voting for Trump, and Biden wants them to vote for him, so he went out there and raised his voice. Because of you, Toyota, Volkswagen, Nissan, Tulsa. Tulsa. All gave their workers double-digit raises. Tulsa. What I had a Tulsa. a Tulsa. Oh, man, I love my Tulsa. I do. It's an electric car. <laughs> Tulsa. The new Tulsa. I think it comes in a hatchback. Uh, he gave their employees double-digit raises. Yeah, because they can't eat, thanks to you. So anyway, uh, yeah, uh, and of course, um, he mumbled his way through the rest of the speech. This was some of the, where was he? Was it another brewery or something? The yeah, day it was before? a brewery. That was a special one. Here, it is used to make the brew beer in this fine. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. Was, was there a joke? Was there a joke in there? Because yeah, I didn't well, get it. I won't get it, my professor. Do you think they hold up a sign well, like they do at talk shows? Though. Yeah, it's like golf instead of quiet. It's like giggle, clap for dumb. I mean, the president. <laughs> Wait, this is called the Biden mashup. I made it. I wasn't going to play the whole thing, but let me one more, one more. Time. We get thousand. Look, we, we, you know, we now have. We used to before the recession, before the the pandemic. What? <laughs> This before is all the recession before the pandemic. By the way, these are all recent. This is in the last month or so. Cost 10 bucks to make it. 10 bucks to make it. You know, there's a consultant out there uh, that tells Biden when you you need to get more animated. You need to you know, like when you get to a point, make sure you yell <laughs> or at least don't fall asleep. Tell me they're not putting drugs. Tell me they're not giving him drugs because most of the time you'll listen to him and it'll be like, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere, he comes out and he's screaming his head off. 10 bucks to make it. 10 bucks to make it. He doesn't know what he's talking about. 10 bucks to make it. 10 bucks to make it. Here's all the leftovers. When do I stop? 10 bucks to make it. Here are the leftovers from the week. This is good stuff. Um, All right, so Piers Morgan. I've I've been watching him a lot lately. He's What I like about him, he's sort of like a Bill Maher, except Bill Maher's a little snooty patootie. Mm -hmm. So is Piers, though. I think he's just British. He's got a little British attitude with him, but he also is uh, one of these guys that, yeah, it was wrong. I like him. Yeah, he'll he'll, he'll admit it, but it's very low-key. 
And uh, he was wrong about Trump. He said Trump will never see the light of day again. He'll never run again. He's going to be in jail, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, he changed everything. And he's on a show, Piers Morgan Uncensored. And I can't believe the guy accepted Charlemagne, the god of DJ in New York. Yeah. We- he does a show uh, much like ours on a music station. It's uh, Power 105, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, he does a show that's mostly political in the morning. And uh, He's got a throne like a king in his radio studio that he sits in, just FYI. So do yeah. you. We have a throne. But we have a throne, but it's the biggest, nicest, comfiest chair in the whole building. He can't get past it. (laughs) Too late now for my joke. No, do it. You're still funny. I believe in you. No, we have a throne, but it's it's down the hallway behind the door that says men. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so anyway, guy's got a damn throne to do the radio show. What what is that? And it's gold. Have you seen it? And And it's velvet. And his name is Charlemagne the God. What, what do you want? Well, maybe your name doesn't sound regal enough to be thrown worthy. <laughs> so anyway, so he's on with Piers Morgan, and he doesn't get a word in edgewise. Piers Morgan uh, talks to him because he thinks Trump is a threat to democracy. You know, all the talking points Democrats are putting out, Charlemagne yeah. the God, who says he thinks on his own, is actually repeating every talking point they told him. So that's funny in itself. But here's Piers Morgan talking to him about Trump. Biden's approval ratings are Democrats shocking. Democrats suck. Shocking, right? Yeah, no incumbent president, I think, has ever been re-elected with these approval numbers. So this, if you, you know, the country, most people in America think the country's going the wrong way. Most of them are feeling economic hardships. Most of them, you know, have all sorts of problems with the way the country's been run. And they think back to Trump and they think for all the garbage that comes out of his mouth, mm-hmm. they look at the, the way he handled the economy until the pandemic and they think, actually, we were better off under Trump. Yep. They look at his foreign policy and they think, actually, we didn't start poking our nose in all over the place with wars here, left, right and center. Yeah, and he's right about most of that stuff. I mean, absolutely right. And then he goes on. Most Americans I've spoken to, um, you know, they think they think he took immigration a lot more seriously, for example, than Biden seems to be doing. The situation on the the southern border is catastrophic. Everything you're saying is absolutely right, and the polls show it. What happened in Iowa shows it. You just preach it to the choir. So when you say to me, Charlemagne, though, I don't think you believe a word of what you're saying. All I'm doing is presenting facts, right? (laughs) Did he just tell Charlemagne he doesn't believe a word of what he's saying? No, that he that Charlemagne doesn't believe what Piers is saying. Right. But the thing is, is, is this guy is on the radio all the time, uh, you know, talking about you know uh, Democrats and who he likes and everything. Right. And and Piers is up with him for ten seconds, and all of a sudden he's agreeing with everything he says. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's just a strange thing that, you know. Do you think he's scared of Piers? No, no, no. He's not scared of Piers. Not at all. But uh, but that was just a moment in time that uh, was a, a little strange. America votes him in again it's because they want it. That's a fact. Yeah. Right? You can't That's get right. away from that. That's right. And by the way, his his popularity amongst African Americans is rising mm. as Biden's falls. Mm. That's incredible. Is it I remember when Biden came on this show, right? Oh, he started, was oh yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with you. And he's, cool. and he's like saying, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black. You're all right. It was a stupid joke, but what a stupid thing to say. And actually, how ironic that ever since he said it, the <laughs> kind of black votes disappeared from him, right? <laughs> Because yeah. remember, Charlemagne the God didn't respond to that when Biden said that. Like, you don't yeah. vote for me. You don't. You know. No, he did say something after that. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, um, he did. He blew it off. All right, so a guy named Lee Zeldin. He's a Republican from New York, and they're very rare. Um, he was on with Greg Gutfeld, and uh, he was talking about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, the bartender that won a contest to become uh, part of Congress. <laughs> There's a contest, and it was. That, I mean, that just blows my mind, the fact that, like, hey, we're going to have a contest. This will be fun. Well, it was a contest to get the support to run, and she won. Because the people in the Bronx, I just, I'm sorry. 
See the picture of her behind the bar where she's got like got her legs wide open and someone's carrying her because yeah. she's dancing? It was like... Yeah, she's a bartender. She's an idiot. Totally. I have no problem saying that. I'll say it to her face. Anyway, because she's not bigger than me. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay. if she were bigger than me, then we have... Uh, AOC was called a name by Lee Zeldin on national television. Here it is. And you can hit a mic button, make your mic go hot. And I wanted to ask, will the gentleman yield... Should the, the company that manufactured the microphone she's speaking into be liable for the crap that's coming out of her mouth right now? <laughs> I, I was this close to going live. And she'd probably been like, I'm the victim. I mean, yeah. you're going after me because dot, 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 whatever demographic, biographical information she wants to throw out. No, it's because the argument that you're making every day, all the time, is just too often retarded. Yeah. <laughs> you can say that now. It's okay. You can say that now. Wait, what? You can say that word. Don't play with me. <laughs> one of my favorite words. It's now acceptable. It's now acceptable. So anyway, so yeah, and you notice how he caught himself like three syllables in, or there's actually two he syllables like, in that oh, word. Okay. He was like, oh, okay. He was like, yeah, uh, but uh, you know, you got to understand AOC, and it's true. Uh, she can criticize everybody, call everybody all kinds of names, mm-hmm. uh, called Governor Abbott some names and everybody, and that's fine. But as soon as you, cri- not even call her name, you just criticize her a little bit. Oh, my God, you're misogynist. Mm-hmm. You're a racist. You're this and that. You know, and then she's a victim all the time. She's just a piece of work, man. She's the one that got out there and said, the way to get rid of, uh, of, of get less incarceration is to get rid of the prisons. Okay. Yeah, that'll do it. All right, electric cars. Again, this is stuff left over from the week that I didn't get to, but this is good stuff. So, um, Neil Semmel is a guy who bought a Mercedes EQS 450 Plus. It's a hundred plus thousand dollar car. He lives in uh, Pompano Beach, and he's very rich. Oh man, it's his house. No, I'm sorry, he lives near Miami, Biscayne. Rich because the house he has in Miami is got to be ten million, And, and it's just a regular house. But I mean, it's in. It's beautiful. So anyway, he's got his Mercedes there. So I don't know why he's complaining. He says he bought this Mercedes EQS because he wanted to be socially conscious. Here is Neil Semmel. He's got a little problem with the car. Here it is. I've always driven combustion engines, and it was time from what I felt to try to save the planet. So let me do my part. I have quite a few cars. Let me finally get an electric car, number one. Number two is I didn't need long range because... My wife only drives around the neighborhood. She drives so, around the neighborhood. She drives around, hold on. She drives around the neighborhood with the door and windows down going, look at my jewelry. <laughs> okay, I thought that was funny. All right, fine. <laughs> you had to have seen Rick's body language because he puffed his chest out as if he had boobs. Look at my jewelry <laughs> with the window rolled down on her electric car. That's what it sounded like to me. I mean, why would you buy a $140,000 car just to drive down the neighborhood street? Don't know. Yeah, right? Get a skateboard. Anyway, he goes on. So, she didn't want to go to gas stations anymore, okay, which I can't blame her. We just plug it in, just like an appliance. And I noticed the tires were starting to get tread wear. And the car has 7,500 miles on it. So, I started asking around. I said, so... How long should these tires last? And I was finally told, the tires should last anywhere between seven and nine, ten thousand miles. <gasps> like, excuse me? 
I wouldn't what? have purchased the car. Yeah, but you see, you had a virtue signal, so you were so excited about uh-huh. your ego and what people would think of you. You, as a smart man who obviously are a multimillionaire, didn't even look into, I don't know, the weight of the car, the type of tires it takes, and maybe do a little research. You didn't even do that. No, because it was so important to you that your neighbors would look at you and go, look, he's saving the planet. Never mind that I've said this a billion times before, the car is not the problem. It's not when you go to the dealership and the guy says, hey, you're going right. to save the planet with this car. Never mind that. It's when they manufacture the car, they cause more of a carbon footprint in the manufacturing process of an EV than a fossil fuel car driving at 120,000 miles. Just to get the battery. And it gets even better. This is the part that I didn't even know. Okay. Electric cars. Electric cars. So cool, right? Well, they're almost three times as heavy as gas-powered cars. So guess what? The tires wear quickly. It's the weight of the car. Another thing you didn't know, and I didn't know, See, electric cars are quiet. Mm -hmm. It bothers a lot of EV owners because you can hear the tires on the road. You hear the tires. Yeah. So what they do is a lot of these cars have what's called Z-rated tires. Mm -hmm. See, most cars have, I don't know what letter designation they got, but they're harder rubber. Like your car, Jill, my car, my Jeep probably has a hard tire. It lasts 50,000 miles. Right. But the engine drowns out the sound of the tire, so Mm -hmm. you're not bothered by that. So what you do is you get a Z-rated tire, which is really soft rubber, and it's, it's made out of butter. And then when you go down <laughs> when you go down the road, you hardly hear it in an electric car. So they're happy, but they don't realize the softer the rubber, the quicker it wears away. Like so those, yeah, uh, racing tires, slicks are those like the I don't know. similar thing or no? Yeah, I would guess. I don't, I really don't know. They stick to the road better too if they're yeah. if they're softer. So anyway, yeah. So the the normally a Mercedes with a pair of tires like that would last eh, twenty thirty thousand miles. Unbelievable. They're really lasting about five to 7,000 miles. See, all of these are pointing to don't own an electric car. I still couldn't get past the fact that if you get in a car accident and it spontaneously like bursts into flames that the regular fire department can't put your car out. You just have to wait for it to be done. Oh, yeah. They can't put the jaws of life on there. There's enough volts going through there to kill five people. So they go to pull on the door to save you. You just electrocuted half the fire department. <laughs> like, Yeah, I don't know about that, but okay. Well, I mean, they have to get totally different training in order to rescue you well, because if something gets pinched and you electrify the frame of the car... I'm talking more about out? the fact that you can't put the fire out. Well, well yeah, now, now there's fire departments that, if they can afford it, have what's called electric car blankets. Really? They throw this enormous heavy blanket over the car, and that puts the fire out. At, you know, um, Here's a mechanic who works in an EV repair shop. It's only for electric cars, telling this guy that, well, yeah, you're right, the tires suck. One thing about EV vehicles is that, yeah, they are heavier in relation to gasoline vehicles, battery packs in general, and there is something called instantaneous torque. An electric vehicle... You're literally pressing the gas pedal, and that's going directly to your drive motor. And that drive motor is spinning the axles, which are then attached to your wheels. I have customers that need four tires every six, 7,000 miles. That some people think about that. If you just drive from, let's say you live in Boca and you drive to Fort Lauderdale for your job, uh, you rack that up in about three or four months. So you need a new yeah. pair of tires. And the tires, the soft Z tires, yeah. they're just the rear tires, $1,800 a piece. Oh, it's better. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Remember what I said about it's not when you buy the car, it's what they do to manufacture the car. Prior to it. Puts the carbon footprint out there. Okay, guess what? What? Because the tires wear so quickly, where do the tires go? Oh. Yeah. So now you've got a car that you're thinking you're saving the environment. You get to walk around and tell everybody how good you are. But inside. you're using, you got more you're, rubber you're, you're throwing away than dude, half the people with four cars. You're double polluting than if you had a regular gas powered car. 
didn't Ford just say they'll no longer make EVs after a certain year because they lost so much money? They're going to transfer to a hybrid, I think they said. Uh, yeah, hybrid's the way to go. I mean, I'm not going that way, but I mean, if you want to do something because you, you it know. It is the most you get efficient your, and environmentally yeah. friendly. Yeah, you need something to put your coexist sticker on. That. That's the car. Now, if you're in cold weather, which luckily we're not here, and you're in Chicago, guess what? Uh-oh. The battery has been dying constantly, and for the past, I would say, four days, we've charged it like seven times. It's a guy trying to get in the car because the battery's dead. Come on! The past few days, the, the, the weather has been in the negative. Negative 10, negative 12, negative, just all negative. I can't even <laughs> charge my vehicle, y'all. And then you got all these cars right here waiting. And these Tesla, these charges is broke. There has been a very, very clear policy, which regrettably has been attacked by people who are engaged in high levels of disinformation. What is that? They've been trying oh. to scare people about the range of vehicles, so there's range anxiety. Yeah, up. John Kerry, the climate czar, no more, but uh, he's still out there at the uh, World Economic Forum. Oh, yeah, talking about range anxiety. About how great these electric cars are. He's like, what do you got range anxiety? You don't need to go anywhere. I do, which is why I have a private plane. Or, well, my wife does, because she's insanely wealthy, just like me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, finally, let's wrap things up with uh, audio we have laying around from all week. It's stuff Rick finds while surfing on the internet. On the internet. On the internet. He may spend too much time on the internet, but he finds something strange and new each day. All right, Jill made the first contribution. What's this all about? I got to see. I got to see the list. What does it say? That is. Oh yeah. So this is. Uh, he's. I don't know if he's a comedian or what he is, but he's a social media guy, and he is talking about uh, AOC. And um, is that the right one? Yeah, I think yeah, it says AOC black women like Kamala Harris and, and Kamala Harris and Elon Omar always talking about how they can't stand white men. Question for AOC and Ilhan Omar and Kamala Harris and that Supreme Court lady. If white men are the greatest threat to America, why do you keep marrying them? Our country should be more fearful. Every one of them is married um, to a white of, dude. Of, of white men across our country because they are actually um, causing uh, most of the deaths within this country. What's being labeled as terrorism is almost exclusively coming down to the identity. And it seems as though white men uh, invoking white supremacy and engaging in mass shootings are almost immune from being labeled domestic terrorists in their violence. And realize the biggest Don terror Levin. threat oh, well, his partner's white dude country is white men most of them radicalized like your partner. Right up to the right <laughs> there is no vaccine for racism Kamala we have got to do the work so anyway what, what, what are these husbands or wives white ones think yes, uh, when, yes dear when they get home and they just heard your husband or wife say that white men are killing people across the country you come home and go honey I heard your speech today um, you don't think I'm a white supremacist do you no of not you you're not. special just no, I all, feel like they put them down like you will do the laundry and you will vacuum the kitchen and the, and the carpet and that's how you're going to apologize for your whiteness alright right? so finally uh, uh, not, not finally, finally we got a couple more uh, this black guy mocks Nikki Haley 
Kelly for calling herself a brown girl. This was t- news to me too because I didn't know her background. And and look, if she's brown, I'm pff, I'm dark brown. So yeah, so they have the split screen. You know how they do on TikTok. So there's Nikki Haley doing all of her interviews because right. I think it was Joy Reid on MSNBC was like, no, she's a brown girl, and that's why people don't like her. And she was like, oh, I need to go with this. It's like you you're what? And so the split screen is this black dude, and he's commenting on the fact that she's calling herself brown. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl. <laughs> brown where? Brown where? Girl. Okay, if that's the case, we were the only white family in Compton, California. <laughs> Nikki, I'm brown. I'm black. Nikki, these blondes, those are brown. You ain't brown, Nikki. <laughs> what the? Nikki, you colorblind. You can't be the president of the United States. You don't even know what color you are. You ain't brown, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bill Maher and how being gay and trans is just a social contagion. People just think it's cool, so they want to be that. Here we go. LGBT population of America seems to be roughly doubling every generation. According to a recent Gallup poll, less than 1% of Americans born before 1946, that's Joe Biden's generation, identify that way. 2.6% of boomers do, 4.2% of Gen X, 10.5% of millennials, and 20.8% of Gen Z. Which means if we follow this trajectory, we will all be gay in 2054. <laughs> Pretty much true. And finally, tell me about this guy, because you think he's better than uh, our guy. Yeah, we have a really good Trump impersonator, and the, the guy that works for us does Trump and Joe Biden. He's, he's an amazing, uh, what do you call him, impressionist? Yeah. Is that what you call him? Impersonator. Impersonator. So this guy, though, I saw, and he does Trump, but he does Trump like... I don't think anybody else can do him. He's incredible. What what is he doing here? Because you have to so he 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 explains what he does. Oh, he does. Okay. Do I do Donald Trump <laughs> on other Trump impressions? <laughs> so like, I'll tell you what, Zach. There are so many people that try to do, but you see the failed Alec Baldwin. Baldwin comes out on SNL, which used to be a lot funnier back Holy in the day with shit. Chevy Chase. But Baldwin goes like this. He goes, "We've got a great show." <laughs> boopity 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 boo. I don't do that. I never say boopity boo. <laughs> You see Stephen Colbert, he comes out like, I know, a dat, 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 a dat, dat, a dat, 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 a China, I don't say the dat, dat, dat. And the last one is Jimmy Failing Fallon, he touched my hair like a dog. And uh, Jimmy Fallon, he goes, okay, okay. We're rolling, okay. I don't do these moves, they're all wrong. It's stuff Rick finds while surfing on the internet, on the internet, on the internet. He may spend too much time on the internet, but he finds something strange and new each day. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. I call that a lose, lose, lose. Streaming right now on 1059sunnyfm.com. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with a world gone crazy. And it's brought to you by All Electric Services. It's not stupid, never boring, till Bob goes to crime stories. This one's nuts. I can't seem to get to the bottom of this because it seems a little fishy. If you haven't heard the story uh, that originally wasn't in my crime series, but it became 
very quickly one of the top stories because originally when the story came out, if you haven't heard about it, the three fans of the Kansas City Chiefs that were over at their friend's house watching the football game, two days later they're found dead frozen in the backyard while dude who owns the house, I guess had been asleep on the couch for two days for 48 hours. Who sleeps for 48 hours? I have no idea. But foul play has got to be involved. Even though the county deputies are like, no, no, we're not investigating this as any kind of foul play. This is, they just froze. And the parents of the three guys that died are like, well, we want to look into it a little bit further. Watch. It's probably the police did, ran out of money. They fired the forensics guy. Nobody knows how to dust for prints. Uh, just, it's dead, guys. Don't worry about it. Well, if you got five guys in one house, one's passed out on the couch for two days, three are dead, and you're the only one that has nothing going on. They didn't fingerprint him. They didn't test him for drugs. They didn't test him for alcohol. At all? No, none of it. That's why the parents are like, Or do you okay, have to have a warrant for those things? I don't know, but if you're there- And he's not a congressman? No. Wow. <laughs> he's not. Um, four of you are in the house. Three of them are dead. You're not. That doesn't really add up. Dude's passed out on the couch. Now, Rick had a good theory because yeah, originally- wh- Wasn't there a fifth guy? Well, that's I already said that. But the, what I'm saying is you the did? guy on the couch yeah. that was passed out- for 48 hours. You had a good theory behind that. Um, I think the fifth guy uh, had to kill those other three guys because, well, they're saying that this is a theory that they think maybe they saw or discovered something they shouldn't have. Right. And the fifth guy was the guy that they discovered the thing from. However, the guy that was on the couch was already asleep. I think the fifth guy may have drugged him. To keep him to asleep? keep him asleep because who sleeps for two days in the worst hangover situation? Who sleeps yeah, that long? Right? Don't you have to throw up or at least pee or something? Yeah, and instead of doing anything with them, maybe the uh, three other guys were already outside for a second smoking a cigarette. I don't know. But something weird happened with the fifth guy. Has to have. And now one of the dads said, look, I'm aware they may have done some substances that were questionable, but the idea is always to get high, not dead, which is usually how a lot of overdoses May have been Bud Light. Well, I mean, if they were doing like some kind of cocaine that was laced with fentanyl, three of them drop out. Fentanyl is normally like what? Like an opioid. So maybe the one guy that didn't do enough didn't die, but he knocked out for two days. And then this one random, like Jordan is his name. And the guy who provided it all is like, "Uh uh-oh, I gotta go. Do you think maybe he was like the seller or something? I mean, maybe, or at least the guy that brought it or the guy who'd be charged, I guess. I feel like every day there's more evidence coming out about this, but we'll finally get to the bottom of it maybe next week. Tune in again for more Bad People Doing Crime Things with Jill Bucko. Mike Tyson is back in the news. 57 years old. He might be getting back in the ring. And I feel like a lot of boxers do this or fighters. This one happens to be uh, an MMA legend, if you don't know him. I don't know about Fedor. A lot of people have been writing me since I did this story earlier. Oh, Fedor. Fedor. uh, Emilian. Oh. That's Fedora. Um, We're going to have a buzzer for dumb jokes. We only have, there's a limit. Uh, Amelia, uh, we'll have to see. Amelia Nico. I don't know how, I don't know if that's how you say his last name, but. Amelia. Amelia. Uh, so he, like many other people, he's retired from right. fighting, but he said he would come out of retirement if he could fight Mike Tyson. I feel like a lot of people have that you kind of goal. Do that? So you could say you beat Mike Tyson if you do wind up beating him and not Mike in a bloody Tyson. pulp. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. Okay, he's ready? Okay, okay, we got Mike Tyson. Here's, he's doing a couple of IDs for us. Go ahead. Hi, this is Mike. And when I'm in Orlando, I listen to the morning show on 1059 FM, The Sun, 530 in the morning until 9 o'clock every day to Rick Stacy in the morning show 
Which is it, Stacy or Rick? It's, Which one is it? It's, you know, it? Are they two of them or is it one person? No. I, it's not clear from this. Tell you know him, what I'm saying? Tell them no. Somebody no. better find that out for me. All right. well, I'm Jill, and that's Rick's, That's his whole name. Anyway, um, so he wants to come out of retirement to fight Tyson, fight Tyson, but a lot of Tyson's people say, we haven't commented on, you know, Tyson hasn't decided. We don't know what's... He's 50, you know, he's almost 60, so... But I wouldn't yeah, put it past... Still crush your skull. Oh, my gosh. Remember when he punched that dude on the plane do, from do Malvin off to him? He was training, like, at 55 a couple of years ago. Yeah. And, like, you saw his training video. As a 55-year-old guy hitting the bag, mm. I was terrified. Now, I if mean, this just, happens, pow. this is going to go down in Saudi Arabia. I'm willing to bet they're going to oh, make a wow. ton of money off of this, oh, yeah. right? Well, like, I mean, if I'm 60, you're going to have to pay me a ton of money to fight. Well, he's ready again? Oh, right, hold on. Go ahead. Roll it. Hi, this is Mike. And Orlando's number one son is 1,059 no, no, FM. No. no. Every morning, 5.30 to 9. Nope. I listen to Stacy and Rick in the morning because nope. they're the best morning show I ever heard. Yeah. I never heard of these people. I hope this is like, you know, I hope this, I'm getting paid for this because I don't know if this is worth my time. Well, he's getting it all Somebody tell time. him my name is Jill, please. Yeah. Okay. Um, so like I said, in Saudi Arabia, it might wind up being like a pay-per-view event and they're going to have it in a big octagon ring. Tyson fights Fedor. So we'll see. Um, that's crazy. And the other thing. What does an ear taste like? <laughs> Um, the Stanley Cups are all the rage now. I don't get it. I think I was born without that gene of caring what kind of thing you drink out of. Is this the thing? Rick has a Stanley Cup. I'm looking at it, but you've had it forever. Yeah, he's was... had it before they were cool. Mm-hmm. Your wife had it engraved for you, yes? Well, I like this one, but it got hit by the lawnmower because it fell off. And then she got it me. You got would... hit by the lawnmower or you ran over it? No, I ran over it. Okay. It fell off. I didn't see it. I came back the same way and I ran over it. But look, <laughs> it survived. It's a little dented on the bottom. But the thing is, is that my wife got it because... Anybody want to buy a Jeep? My Jeep uh, has these tiny little cup holders. Mm-hmm. They're made for Dixie cups. I don't know what the hell. They're for white closets. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I said, I need some. The big Zeti, Yeti cups don't fit. So she got me this, and I didn't think anything. It's just another metal cup. Right. But then all of a sudden, this breaks out like into some fad. Well, at Target, it was on Valentine's. Uh, not Valentine's. Oh, they were selling the, Val- the Stanley cups for Valentine's Day, the red and pink ones. I yeah. thought it was when the lady's car caught on fire, and the Stanley cup was the only thing not burned to a crisp. Well, I don't think that made people run out and go, well, I'm going to get a Stanley Cup in case my car bursts out in flames. But I think that's shined the spotlight on the brand Stanley for a little bit. It's a good testimonial. And then we had the story about the dumb mom whose poor girl was getting bullied because she bought her a Walmart cup. And instead of saying, your friends are jackasses, material things don't really matter. She was like, oh, maybe I better run right out and get her a Stanley Cup. So she goes out and does that. Then there's the other story about the the girl that has 67 different Stanley Cups. She has a wall and she has one to match every single one of her outfits. I think it cost her parents $3,000. Do you remember that? Yeah. What about the thief? Oh, what did she steal? She stole 65. Four, four or five of them? 64 cups, Stanley cups from a store, and uh, nobody stopped her because they're not allowed to. And the cops pulled her over, and then the cop took all the Stanley cups she had in her backseat, all 65, put them on the hood, all by color code, so it looked all nice. And, and then he faced, took a picture, put it on the uh, you know the police department's Facebook. It was funny. So now Fisher Price is making a look-alike version for kids, you know, so your kid doesn't get bullied at daycare. It's called the Laugh and Learn Wake Up and Learn Coffee Mug. That's too long. What? It's too much. It's just, Laugh and Learn. Don't put that crap on a kid's toy. Right. You know what? They don't care. <laughs> well, laugh and Learn. Live, love, laugh, vomit. Well, they're they're sold out, and you can't get them anywhere. But you might be soon. I guess Walmart, and Amazon are working on 
restocking them because all of the, the kids are getting bullied in daycare. God. Who would have thought? Speaking of Amazon, Jeff Bezos just turned 60 the other day. Did you see this party? No. Was rich on the people yacht? with other rich people. No, it was at his mansion in Beverly Hills. Insane. This is crazy. It's every famous person you could possibly imagine. And it's all rich people. Now, believe it or not, I didn't realize Jewel. You know, remember Jewel, right? Is that she the one? Uh, she yodels. I love you. No, that's no. Donna Lewis. What? Okay. She's had the snaggletooth. She and then teeth. got her teeth oh, fixed, her and teeth then nobody fixed. knows who she is. No, I didn't even recognize her. She's friends with, what's Bezos' fiance's name? Sanchez? Lauren Sanchez? Sanchez, So yeah. she's friends with her, so she's there. By the way, she's also dating Kevin Costner. Sidebar. That's what? random. I know. Um, when, when did that happen? I don't know. I think they've been friends for a while, and then I read, this was a couple months ago, that Kevin Costner and Jewel are now dating again. What? What's Kevin? You can do so much better no, than that. No, come look at her. She's really beautiful now. She's got her, I mean, yeah, but, I, but, but she's gotta, always been cute, but she got the tooth fixed. Yeah, but you're dating the girl who did that song. Which one? Whatever song she did. You can't even name it. You're just making crap up. My memory was horrible. What was the name of it? Yeah, the one song that I can't even think of at the moment that was so horrible, I can't remember it. That's right, and that's the way I want it. I put it out of my mind. You must have really been scarred. What's the name of the song? She has got a lot. She's got a few. No, the one that was a big hit. Oh, um, Who Will Save Your Soul? Yeah, yeah. You just you just made fun of her. Yeah, yeah. That's the song. Who Will Save Your Soul? You Were Meant For Me, Foolish Games, Hands. She's got a bunch of them. Whatever. I met her once. She's actually really nice. Do you know what her specialty is? Yodeling. If you've yeah. ever been to one of her concerts, she can yodel like nobody's business. Wow, it's actually quite impressive. Wow. So, um, See, you know, I hate yodeling as much as you hate guitar solos. Do you know anyone else that yodels? Yeah, the little kid, he's probably like 12, 14 now, but remember he was eight years old. and he oh, went was that to, the yodeling contest? Yeah, he went to the Walmart and he yodeled and he got on viral, went viral <laughs> all over the world. Him. And then he joined a contest and <sighs> won that. He's a little kid. And he was like yodeling his ass off. Did I say some bitch? That's at, the, <laughs> that's at Walmart. Of course it's at Walmart. Why wouldn't it be? And he's dressed in leprechaun outfit, whatever that is. No, he's got a cowboy hat on. Yeah, he's, he's just a little guy. So the cowboy boots like come up to his knees and his belt buckles like up to his chest. So anyway, this party was huge and there was a very strict gift policy. And I thought, oh gosh, the pressure of bringing one of the richest men in the world a present. Well, how do you even do that? You got to get him a gag gift. That's the only thing you can get for people that have everything. Whoopee cushions, stuff like that. So it turns out he said no gifts allowed. But if you want to plan a party, I don't know how, where you would or whatever. I can't even imagine the commission that somebody made off of planning this party, but now you can do it too. Ready to throw the party you've always dreamed of? Then call Bezos Party Planners. We'll help you throw the Jeff Bezos style shindig that you never thought you could. Bezos Party Planners, how can I help you? Um, yes, my six-year-old is having a birthday party. Do you have pinatas? I'll put you down for one solid gold pinata encrusted with diamonds and rubies for just $5 million. Um, well, do you have any party clowns? I think he wants a clown. I'll put you down for Dave Chappelle and Jerry Seinfeld to dress as clowns and come entertain your guests for just $10 million. Yikes, okay. Uh, how about live music? You're in luck. We're running a special. We'll send Katy Perry and Ed Sheeran to your house to perform for three minutes and it will only cost $20 million. Huh? Do you have anything cheaper? Hello? 
Hello. Bezos Party Planners. Book your party today. I know. It's crazy, right? Crazy talk. <laughs> now, stupid news on the Rick Stacy Morning Show. Somebody do something stupid. With Jill and Smokestack. All right. I know that uh, we all believe that if you close the toilet lid, you do not spread the feces spray. That's what I always thought. Not that's, around here. That's what I thought, too, because, uh, you know, we always complain about going to the corporate bathrooms here, which are the uh, Ass Blaster 5000s, you know. <laughs> They're the workers. You know what's funny? This is a this is funny because I want one for my bathroom. You want the ass blaster? Well, we have a house. We we were at, we were at the this house was built at the peak of time when they were selling all those eco friendly toilets. Okay, you know, little tiny bit of water, mm-hmm. and it's not going to hurt the environment because you get a little hole. <laughs> and the thing is, is you look at it the wrong way and it clogs. It won't flush. They don't work. It's horrible. I even got that corporate toilet paper that's thin as. You, you can, it just disappear. You blow on it and it just come. Remember when you used to, as a kid, you used to blow it? The air is too moist, it just disintegrates. Exactly. And it still clogs. So I want one of those commercial toilets. I even got a, I got a plumber friend of mine who's going to hook me up with a Ass Blaster 5000. It's one of those ones you have at the- uh, suck your bowels out. Well, it looks like a regular toilet. That's, really, that's going to be the fun part because, you know, people- when- they looks like a regular. So when guests come over, they're just they super think it, shocked. They think it's a regular toilet. They'll okay. get up and they'll flush it. And it'll go, boom. Yeah. I can't get what's, off. What's funny though is that we had a uh, when I worked at uh, a right. Hey. <laughs> God. When I worked at WAW New York, they had a bathroom. CBS had a bathroom there. I'll never forget it. One of my favorite bathrooms of all time. Why? It had an Ass Blaster 5000. Well, we have them here. No, not like this one. This one would look like a regular toilet. It had the tank and it these had the little These look like hand. a regular toilet. Oh, these are attached no. to the wall. That's You're, why. This is the public school toilets. <laughs> this is a pipe comes out of the wall. No, this had a, a black canister inside the tank. And it had a thing like 5,000 something in it, and it had compressed air. I don't know how it did it. I like in Fast and the Furious in the back of the car? And it looked like a regular toy. The first time I used it, I almost went through the wall. It scared <laughs> the living crap out of me, and I meant it. But uh, you you fling it like a, you know, you do the little handle, and it goes boom, and it goes boom, and it's like an airplane. It goes, stuff goes down. You could, bowling ball could go through there. It's amazing the things that entertain you. So anyway, I want to get it for our bathroom because I know there's some people, and this is really weird. You know, I asked somebody, I said, why don't they have toilets? Because I went to Home Depot. I said, why don't they have toilets that, you know, have powerful flushes? People don't like them. I go, why? She goes, they're embarrassed by the sound. I go, we all, is this like denying that we're all going to die? I mean, is it the same thing? Because we all go to the bathroom. Yeah, so what are you people know about? you're in the bathroom. The, the they don't think that, I'm pooping in there. They think I'm just sitting quietly. Well, the thing that always surprised me was like, we don't have lids on the toilets here. There's no lids whatsoever, and when you when you flush and it's that violent, oh, it's spramps up into the air. Well, this one's more violent. But then, oh, you want to hear something crazy? When I went to Columbia with Harold, none of the public toilets have lids or seats. There's no toilet seat. Oh, you just poop in a hole. And I said, no, it's an actual toilet, but picture taking off just the seat. You know, like the the yeah thing yeah yeah. So down. you just hover. I had to, and I said, why are there no seats? He said, because people rip them off and use them as weapons. I was like, okay, great. So glad we're here. Are you kidding me? You know, they also have guns there. <laughs> Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Spokestack. I'm not always like this in the morning. On 105.9 Sunny FM. Top five, top five all time. Now it's the Friday Top Five on the Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Now, live from Maitland, Florida, 
It's DJ Boy. How you doing, everybody? <laughs> and Jill. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And Smokestack. Hi. With the top five countdown for the weekend. Woo! Five big ones to number one as the countdown rolls on. Category today, Jill? It's song titles that have the same title as the album. So, uh, you know, you'll band will come out with an album title, and they have a song of the same name. Those are called title tracks, if you didn't know. All right, 407-919-1059. Call us up with yours. We'll put you on, and we'll play a snippet of your song. Here we go. This is Jill. She's going first today. Here's her number five title track. Joe's number five song. What's the name of that album? 24 Carat. 24 Carat. Didn't know that was the name of the album, too. Gosh, Bruno Mars. The guy's good. Gosh, oh, so good. Yeah, I love Bruno. Bruno, James Brown. Uh, I didn't know they even had albums anymore. Yeah, really don't I didn't notice even that. think about that. Yeah. All right, let's go to Smoke's List. This is his title track, number five. <laughs> yeah, good job. That's a low-hanging fruit, but... It's all right. No, it's all right. Probably the biggest title track of all time. Incidentally, I sent you that video of the cat. The cat that dances to Thriller, does the moonwalk and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Smoke's number five song. Here's my number five song. good. I love them. They're really good in concert. I never noticed the burn mark on his arm. He, I guess I haven't seen any of the videos. They didn't even have Who, makeup. Anthony Kiedis? Yeah. Dude, you ever read his biography? No. Incredible. Did Rough he, Life? Did he? Uh, just read it. Did he crash? I'm not even a big biography guy, but absolutely incredible. Did he crash into something? Was there an accident? No, he's just, yeah, yeah. Had a rough life, and it's like, what are you still doing here? Dang. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Who we got? Uh, Heidi's on line three. Heidi, title track today is the category. What do you got for us? 
How about some breakfast in America? Oh, there you go. Super Tramp. Snake. Nice. favorite song off that album. Oh, it's good. Oh, yeah. Hey, thanks for your call. Good pick. Thanks, Heidi. See, they get it. Those are, title, those are title tracks, and that's a good one here. Title tracks, 407-919-1059. Let's go to Jill's list once again. Here's our number four title track. George Michael, that's a good one. Let's go to Smoke's number four song, Title Tracks. What's this one? Okay. Jill doesn't know what, you don't know what this is? Not from the first three notes, no. Is this Mother, Mother? Okay, I know this one now. Yeah, it's called Mother, Mother. (laughs) Barry White, who is this? Barry White. Okay, see, I do. No, who is it? Barry White. Are you making fun of me? No, no, I wouldn't do that. Is it really? It's Al Green. Al Green, okay. <laughs> it's Marvin Gaye. <laughs> like, who is it? They all sound the same to me. <laughs> wow, <Jesus>. Jill. <laughs> to bring some they do. Here's Here's the show me the lie. <laughs> the only reason I know this song is because Chris Tucker sings it in Money Talks. Oh, God. <laughs> it's What's Going On by Marvin Gaye. No, I know that one. <laughs> I know Marvin Mother, Gay. Mother by Barry, Barry White. White. <laughs> what is Barry White saying? You're my Can't first, you're my your last, love. you're my everything? Yeah. Did I get that? Okay, see, I need that one. I would, I would figure just on your travel to local bars, you would know that song. Yes. <laughs> they yes. play Mother, Mother in all the clubs. It's Mother, Mother, it's what's going on. It's the dance remix that's really what's right. hot. No, I don't mean I mean bars, I meant to say. All right, here's Actually, the- there's a good sexual healing dance remix. That's yeah, out of this world. Is it really? Yeah. All right, Alex here, is on line four. Uh, no, I haven't even oh, to go. Oh, I have to go here. That, I'm so used to him going first. All right. This No. Uh, yeah. It's title tracks. Here's my number four song on title tracks. Here we go. Oh, nice. I almost did this. I 
figured you would do it smoke. That's why I stayed away from it. This is Marvin Gaye. Shut up. <laughs> I know ACDC. Part of the song, what you did the crappy. You did part. the guitar solo on purpose, didn't you? No, this is when you step on the gas harder. They actually have <laughs> guitars in the band. Guitar solo on purpose. No, that's coming later. Yeah, oh and everybody loves poison anyway. Shut up. Is this chicken what I have, or is this fish? You guys can both bite my ass. <laughs> I played a very popular number one hit song. Two weeks ago by Justin Bieber, and Rick's like, I don't know who this is. And I was proud of that. It's Justin Bieber. The Christian artist? Yes. Oh. All right. Alex is on line four. Alex from the airplane. Go ahead. We're at flight level. Hey, guys, Alex. Hey, Alex, what do you, what do you got for us? Your title track. Synchronicity by the police. Ooh. Oh, oh nice. Police. Good one. What song did he say? Synchronicity. Oh, Synchronicity 2, isn't it? Well, there's one, one and two. two. Alex chose one. One of the two? I offered both. Can you play that Family Guy thing in a minute? <laughs> I love that. I had a short police phase where all I listened to was the police. Yeah. You know this song, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Good pick. Nice choice. Thank you very much. Thanks for calling. Hello? She hung up. She didn't care. No, no, no. I promise you'll be able to understand all the words. Not like Sting, where you can only understand the last three. <laughs> that is so that's so good. I love Sting, but it's true. It's, it's so true. All right, back to uh, Jill's top uh, five on uh, what is it? Title, title tracks. Title track day. Here's number three on her list. Marvin Gaye. Born through a party <laughs> in the county jail. The prison band was there. They began to play. Who's this? The band was jumping and the joint began a brand new swing. artist named Elvis Presley. I know, you know, it's like he's like Sting. That moves my name to me with the trouble, but he does it so well. I right, shut up. Okay. Oh, I gotta make that stop. All right, moving on to what are we up to? Number what? What song are we up to? Number three. Three. Okay, Smoke's number three song, title tracks. Here is number three. Oh, no. Go to the next one. Okay, alternate number three. Here it is. Do you think you can tell? Oh! I was worried you'd have this. This is Marvin Gaye, right? Yeah. 
I'm getting so many messages of like, why are they being a-holes to Jill? Tell them to leave her alone. <laughs> well, you dig the hole, you got to sleep in it for a while. It's not that big of a hole. You're trying to make something funny that's actually not really funny, but that's oh. okay. Oh! I, I, it's been a year and I still haven't lived down the Krongbin pick. That's true. <laughs> did you actually pick them for one of your top fives? Yeah, like the first, first or second one we did. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. I just remember the breathing. <laughs> You knew there was going to be some of those in there. <coughs> wow. Where'd you get this stuff? The record from the record store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to my list. We go to my number three on title track day. Here we go. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, you, just, you don't know who it is? No, it's Paul McCartney. I don't know uh, if there were wings oh, wait, yet. Were these with wings or not with wings or broke up with wings? Any of wings with Parmesan. I don't know. There's one big one I thought for sure you'd pick that you haven't picked yet, but I'm going to hold my guess because you have two left. Oh, I got a Joe eye roller coming up next. They're all eye rollers. <laughs> oh, come on. Back in black. No, I like I that Californication, now Band on the Run. Not eye rollers, Jill. Now your first two are good. All right. Here we go. The number three song. Now we go to the number three on our phones. Uh, Leah is on line three. Leah, what do you got for uh, title track day? Poison. Look what the cat dragged in. Nice. Okay. My favorites. today. Thanks, Leah. Have a great weekend. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. right, Let's go back to Jill's list. We're up to number two songs on the list. I forgot what the rest of mine are. All right. Well, here's your number two. We'll remind you right now. Number two. Oh, nice. I almost got this. I was trying to decide between this and Notorious, but this was the more popular. The Art Deco album cover. They all are. Yeah. All right, now we go to, wow. <laughs> A little abrupt ending. Here's uh, Smokestack's number two song. On the, I know this. What is this? Okay, Jill just went through a seizure or something. I don't know what's going on here. Is this Metallica? Yes, it is. Oh, okay. That's why I know this. All right. 
Ow, just give myself a headache. Dude, can I borrow your skateboard? This sounds like a video game soundtrack. Master of Puppets? Yeah, I think this is not a game. This is the, uh, is it this the song that dude plays on top of the bus in Stranger Things 4 at the very end? I think he, uh, yeah. No, you may be right, yeah. I think it's his. He did it so well that Metallica themselves invited him to come on stage at one of their shows and play Master of Puppets with them. Much money, it's insane. Who, Metallica? Oh, yeah. I believe it. Oh, God, yeah. All right. Now let's go to my list and the eye roller for Jill, number two. Oh, great. Mama said it was a shame about <laughs> Billy Joe, anyhow. I'm trying to put people to sleep. Seems like it's a great song. No so uplifting. And, yeah, and it is creepy. I know, but it's so good. Do you listen to this in your garage while you clean the cat litter boxes? Sometimes. He jumped off the bridge. They're having dinner. Brother said he recollected when he and Tom and Billy Joe put a frog down my back at the Carroll County Picture Show. Oh my God, I'm bored. Oh, come and on. And talking to him after church last Sunday night. Apple pie, you know it don't seem right. Fine. Did she just eat a piece of pie after he jumped off the bridge? No, they're talking about it. They're having dinner. You know how it is. What? That's a shame about you? Billy Joe. Anyway, forget it. Kid throws self off bridge. Write a song. <laughs> well, whatever. I don't know. It's just. I mean, I get it. It was popular. Yeah, it's number one for six weeks. I wouldn't name the album after it, but. Uh, hey, whatever. What can I tell you? <laughs> uh, Jack is on line four. Jack, what do you got for us on title track day? Hey, good morning. I got Lick It Up by Marvin Gaye. (laughs) (laughs) Cut it out. Everybody pile on. I have not heard this in forever. Great band. You know, they're touring now via holograms. Great. <laughs> Dust and a flashlight. I don't know. Gene Simmons didn't really seem to care. Oh, man. Great song. Nice. Thanks for calling. Choice. You got it. Yeah, man. Wow. Junk rock. I love it. That's just, I never saw them. I wish I did. I've heard they were incredible. All right. I here's think the song the, is suggestive. It's title track day and Jill, and no, this, yeah, you're Jill, right? This is Hi, your, I'm uh, your partner for nice, six years now. Nice, nice to, to meet you. Here's your number one song on the list. Title track, go. Oh, All right. Nice. Smoke's number two song today on Title Track Day. Hit it.
here's my number one song title tracks. I can picture you getting down in the club to this, dressed like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> My sequin jacket. Yeah. Cherry curl. That's my number one. Let's go see who's got a number one here on the phone. Uh, we've got Scott on line two. Scotty or Scott, what's going on? How are you guys doing? Anyway, I just got back from California visiting family, so I was thinking, how about the Doors, L.A. Woman? Oh, perfect. Jill loves this one. Oh, this is amazing. <laughs> Who are you texting? I'm, a, I'm responding Anyone? to all the people that are Uh-oh. writing in about the song requests. Help me. In <laughs> <laughs> the window. Spray painting. Help me. Are you a lucky little lady in the city of light? Or did you know the lost angel? City of night. City of night. City of night. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, man. Thanks, Scott. Welcome back. That's Scott with L.A. Woman. All right, here we go. Let's uh, do some of the extras real quick. Uh, this is Jill's list. Uh, we got about, uh, we'll play a couple of these. She got like 20 extras. Here's I know, one I of them. I thought people would pick Oh, nice. Before the crazy. Here's another extra from Jill and her list. Ooh. Wow. Yes, yeah, right. Underrated Whitney Houston song. That's a good song. And another extra from Jill. Oh. And one more. Right? Did I just peel your brain back like an I should have led with these last couple? This is a great song. Rolling Orzabal, what an a-hole. Is he really? Oh, God, the He's worst. Got horrible hair and teeth. This video used to bother me because when he sang, he was right up against the camera and I could see his teeth and his teeth were terrible. And I went to lunch with him the most excruciating hour of my life. Here's Smoke's, no. Smoke's only extra song is this that one. I burned a couple Rick's got the Jill eye roll. He doesn't know what it is. I know. No, I know this. Yeah, he is this like cure? the Cure. Yes. See, I can I can spot his voice a million miles. What was this? The Cure. cure? Oh, okay. Voice on cry. Okay. Okay. That's the cure, and then we got my list with a couple of extras. Here we go. You say you want a leader. Nice. Yeah, I figured nice. you guys would pick this. I can't believe none of you picked the Beatles. Oh no. Rick did wings. It's close enough. No, it's not. 
Here's another extra. Here we go. Hit it. Running on. Running on empty. Running on empty. Jackson Brown, here's the last extra. You hate this guy. I'm surprised you picked him. But he still I love this song. I love these old songs. Morning show with Jill and Smokestack. Oh my God! On 105.9 Sunny FM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 